0: following podcast is not suitable for children. Hell, it's not even suitable for me and I own the network. I'm not bragging. Also worth mentioning, the views and opinions expressed in this show are not reflective of anyone other than the three assholes that gave me a reason to write a disclaimer. Look, if we're being honest, all they do is sit around shouting at each other about movies, conspiracies and dicks. You've been warned. Enjoy the show, you sick bastards.
1: single mothers
2: That's yeah I have an true. appreciation for single mom rock because single moms that like did their hair while they had VH1 on the TV and shit yeah mom didn't really do her hair she just smoked joints and lit a bunch of candles but unfortunately a lot of them
1: grew up to start listening to like Buck Cherry and shit like that no that was no, just mom. your mom that likes Marilyn Manson and dudes with arm sleeves <laughs> hi everybody uh, welcome to another episode of Scooby-Doo mysteries um, I'm Shaggy your host Across from me is the uh, wonderful Daphne, sexy ass bitch. How you doing, Daphne?
2: Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Th- yeah. Feeling a little hoarse Hell tonight, yeah. but you know we'll we'll get through. Oh, we'll, we'll get back well to horses know, here you in You know a what minute. they say? <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, that boys,
1: that that's our super producer Fred, the man with the crew cut and jacket, old blue eyes. How you doing, Fred? What's up, buddy? Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. And uh, coming over here to my left. Um, The crazy the crazy psychopathic veterinarian that keeps trying to suck Scooby's dick. Guys (laughs) 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 That guy. Okay Bingy. Hi Bingy. How's it going? Not better than you, I hope. I don't know. I have a sinus (laughs) infection again.
3: Sick as fucklander.
1: Sick as fucklander. (laughs) The
3: sickness We almost said our
1: name during the entrance, which is something I've tried to avoid. We never (laughs) say it. They're the highest fucklander podcast. We've said it a couple times. Yeah. Bingy can't say it. Only we can say it. (laughs) Okay. You never give me a chance to say anything anyway. That's right. Well, you gotta take your own chances in this life, bitch. We've handed you enough. (laughs) Fair. Okay. I give you weed when you don't have any. Uh, I put you on a podcast. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I've fucking taught you how to fucking do laundry and mow a lawn. Goddamn you, Anyone thinks I bully him, understand. No. No, no. I've earned this. <laughs> I would say
2: I've probably earned it. Like, I- I'm even more of a veteran than you are in that. Yeah, but I taught him how to live.
4: <laughs> that is true. I didn't give a shit
2: about that. Yeah, I was like, this is. This I gave him the free weed and all.
4: But thanks like, yeah. it takes a lot. Well, Sam didn't need to live live with him, so. Yeah,
2: yeah I that is yeah. true. It's just like, Bingy, no, true. you
1: can't put olive oil on ground beef when you're making tacos <laughs> That was one fucking time, all yeah. right? That was one Thank you for defending time. that seriously, because that would have bombed Fuck if you, you didn't. But again, right there is another <laughs> example of why you. he needs to be pushed. <laughs> just trying to correct years of damage. Hashtag Brave Bingy. Yeah, Bingy's so brave guys let them know about it so brave bro. so uh, goddamn brave brave. Oh, dude <laughs> i have a blanket because i'm cold and i need comfort so yeah, yeah it's nice poor little blankie. nice visual reference for the listeners know that i'm comfortable guys uh tonight's gonna be a little different yeah we have a guest calling in he's like a big deal yeah <laughs> he, uh, he's been on like history channel travel channel um, and he's been written up on all sorts of different things like there's a giant list of them you can go to his website uh it's tomreed.com right yeah yeah tomreed.com sure. and it he <laughs> it's the first ever recognized
4: terry should actually be handling this i'm sick i mean it's honest oh it's the uh, first yeah. ufo abduction case yes. certified u.s history recognized by the government I think it's tomreed.net. I should have... That's, that's a read big up deal, on it, man. But I just that's, yeah. smoked weed and that's got drunk. That's what we do. So. That's what we do. We're and, professionals. And then, like, try to figure everything out an hour before the podcast. Yeah. But uh, <laughs>
1: And we did. <laughs> well, we kind of did. And well, listening to Rob
4: Thomas and pretty pretty Santana. Pretty much how this podcast goes most yes. of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so just FYI, a little behind the curtain for the yeah, folks at home. <laughs> but
1: he's going to be calling in.
4: <laughs> right <and> so, now.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, well, pretty soon. And so we're just going to be talking about dicks probably, and they right in the middle of it. (laughs) We're going to be like, oh, serious faces, serious faces. so and then we'll bounce around and riff and i hate saying riff so fuck me next time you see me dead like me for saying riff too many times and then yeah we'll probably talk about movies too because bingy needs his moment to shine right right <laughs> we won't
4: have a conspiracy segment today because the interview is the conspiracy segment yeah. Okay. yeah yes so
1: we're gonna open i guess with that in a minute yeah as soon as he calls yeah um, i guess i can just play this conspiracy drop oh that yeah work, right? do that hell yeah bro and i'll do some more riffing oh, oh wait there's our conspiracy i don't think you're
2: getting anything in sir
1: Mm, just kidding that's our conspiracy drop. yeah that's our conspiracy job it's a conspiracy the government's lying
4: hey man can you hear us
5: yeah man i'm good
4: hey uh welcome tom reed to the podcast how's it going man
5: i'm doing terrific thanks for having me
4: yeah no problem man thanks for uh coming on here um Yes, Tom Reed, who, if you don't know, his UFO abduction story is certified U.S. history, like we said earlier. It's
1: the only
5: one.
4: Yeah, the only recognized. one. Certified U.S. history. Isn't that right, Tom?
5: Yeah, it's the, it was the very first uh, incident to be officially inducted into state by uh, by state government of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. So, And that holds true for every state in the country. So, yeah, we, we actually made... U.S. history in 2015
1: yeah and that's no easy feat to accomplish like you have to it has to be recognized by the state as having significant impact on the area as a whole so like that's a big deal
5: yeah I mean I, I can give you an idea how this whole thing happened yeah. You know why I ran around with a camera in the first place, or we can take this yeah. in any direction you want.
4: Um, yeah, you can give um, us a little overview of the whole story and everything that's included in it. You know, uh, just a you know a little generalization well, of it, so to speak. I guess. Yeah,
1: direction wise, we go all over the place, man. We, <laughs> yeah, our, our format <laughs> is just... it's my kind of show. Then. Yeah. well, yeah. yeah, We'll see. We try to make this feel like a living room conversation. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We record well, in pajamas. Like.
5: Well, <laughs> well, let me let me give you an idea because. Um, to be quite honest with you and and i'm just gonna get this out in the open what happens more times than not uh, is that when you have a something that sounds extraordinary to people and they they write about it or they reprint things or they misquote you there have been so many things that have just been uh... you, you know they're 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 not true and that are you know said to be you know related to our, our case and that sort of thing and and uh... it gets a little frustrating because um... You have a lot of, uh, you know, journalists out there, I guess, that really don't care for the topic to begin with, and then they put something in print, you know, that's in pen, not pencil, and someone else picks that article up, and they rebroadcast it or repost it, and five years later, you've got all these conflicting things. You
6: know,
5: know, that's... People lose context over time. Yeah, and it gets very sloppy, and that's why we've kind of uh, put off or or, uh, reframed or, or backed away from doing any any radio, but, uh, you know, we're friends, and I I want to, I'd like to, you know, straight, you know, clear the air a little bit. So here's what I'd like to do, if it's all right with you. Uh, The first part might be a little bit boring, but I want to give you an idea of who we are, because who we are and who my father was is part of the reason it got abducted. And a lot of people don't know that. So back in the day, I'm going to go right from the beginning. Back in the day, my grandmother, Marion, was the governess for Franklin De Roosevelt's grandchildren in Cherry Hills, Colorado. When my mother, when, when I was, after I was born, about a year, right, about a year old, um, she, you know, they decided to go their own way, and so not having a place to live right away, or, you know, going through the divorce, my mother moved me into President Roosevelt's grandchild's home in Cherry Hills, Colorado. Oh,
1: how nice was right. that? I, nice.
5: <laughs> well, <where laughs> actually, and that's on my IMDb, and it's on my Wikipedia, so I actually grew up in a political home. And when I was about three, I guess, my family uh, moved from Cherry Hills, Colorado to Massachusetts. And um, at that point, my mother was doing fairly well after the divorce. My father, actually, my birth father, actually inherited a bunch of land that he sold to Bell Telephone in Bridgeport, Connecticut for astronomical amount of money. And that's how my mother and and our family ended up getting some, you know... uh, the upper, the foothold, if you will, and so they bought a farmhouse, and they bought a restaurant. Mm. Yeah, they bought a restaurant and a farmhouse in Massachusetts, and so we were outsiders to begin with, Mm. and so with this restaurant, it was the only restaurant in the area that anyone could really, um, you know, without going, you know, maybe 10 or 15 minutes outside of town, it was the only place to eat, so we used to have a cab for the locals, you know, we would... You know, the kids would come in on their seat bikes and eat at a restaurant in the morning, and that kind of thing, and, and go across the street to school. And so, when this first these these sightings in the area in sixty six, sixty seven, and sixty nine, which is when they were the most uh, witnessed. And in the most paper paper trail was connected to that.
4: So, so everyone um, in this town, ta- everyone in this town was witnessing these lights during the '60s. I wouldn't say
5: everybody. I'd say that there there were five towns that had been reporting it, as well as the radio station. Oh, okay. And so we were not the only people that this happened to.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: It was actually uh, Stockbridge, Mass. You know, Arlo Guthrie's from Stockbridge. Um, Story Musgrave, the astronaut, who I've spoken to, he's from Stockbridge. Um, it was Great Barrington, Massachusetts, South Egremont Country Club. There were people at the Country Club who actually reported it, and that's where it got its finite classification. And that, uh, CE1, I guess it was, uh, labeled then. Now it's like a three or four, I don't know, but because of Oh, so since the it. Country Club
4: people saw and, it, now no, they but,
5: took it seriously. Now the
4: golfers have said something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so then it was it seen by up.
5: people. And it was actually one of the historians now who knew my father when he was a politician, uh, Kevin Titus he is now a historian, a renowned historian up in... He He does a lot in Texas and also in New England. Shouts out
1: to Kevin Titus.
5: He, yeah, he was a witness <laughs> to it. He's actually the judge who signed the governor's citation when we were inducted into state. Mm. So what, where I'm going with this is my family had a lot of... you know, was Had a lot of friends back in the day who are now still living in the area who remembered it. And so there was, like I said... Stockbridge, Lennox, Great barrington Sheffield, Canaan, Connecticut, uh, South Agermond, they all had witnesses who reported it, police reports, and it, it went on the radio, on WSBS radio on September 1st, 1969, night that it happened. a so restaurant?
4: Was there any sort of pattern between the cities and when they were happening or anything like that?
5: Yeah, they all happened over the Housatonic River. Mm. Just like the Hudson River Valley case <laughs> was around the, around the water.
4: Yeah, yeah I grew so up in Hudson Valley, gets, so I know yeah. a lot about that one. Yeah,
5: Yeah. well, you're going to like this then, because the <laughs> investigator for the Hudson River Valley case, Robert Bletchman, was also a Democrat and knew my father when my father was running for office. And, and he, they were also friends and uh, in the same circles as um, Governor O'Neill and Senator Christopher Dodd, who backed my father in his run for, for mayor. And my father was in office for two years. And so this gets really involved. So so anyway, <clears throat> I'm going to skip ahead here for a minute. Okay. So when this all happened back in the 60s, I actually was given a camera. I was in a camera club in high school. And so I ended up, um, you know, saying, if I ever see this again, I'm going to take a picture of it. So with that said, um, you know, I ended up um, moving to Hartford and I ended up working for Northeast Concerts and then, eventually uh, did some Sage Allen fashion shows, and I ended up shooting and being a stage manager for Club Med, Club Getaway and Club Med. And then um, was schooled a little bit in slide film <laughs> by um, Penthouse in New York City through a friend of mine, Daniel Gallo, who I met at Club Getaway, and then ended up moving to South Beach where I ended up working for Michelle Pommier and Ford, Lee, uh, Anderson Green Entertainment, uh, World of Kids and Famous Faces. And then in 1992 I um 94, So uh, my son was born, um, I decided to uh, take this a step further, and I founded Miami Models. And by uh, 2003 or 2004, we were Hoover's listed, we were bringing in many about know, 280 to 300 thousand dollars a year. We were the largest model management company in the entire state of Florida. Oh wow! Um, we we worked. I was working also as an associate producer for Five Star Productions. I was working with I, sh- I did the. Uh, Nike commercial for Serena Williams. Yeah, so you
1: were on CSI Miami um, one time.
5: I was on CSI Miami. I worked with uh, my God, so many people. I mean, I shot Brooke Hogan. Um, I worked with Jason Statham. Uh, Hell yeah! You know, yeah, a lot of them. I think did you get to see him kick like
1: in real real time? You got to see him actually kick something. That would be oh uh,
5: no! you know, actually, when I met Jason Statham, he walked in the uh, the room that I was in. And there was a yellow cooler there, a little yellow Eden cooler. And he walked up to the cooler, and next to it was this covered plate. And he pulled it out, stuck it on a bar top. It was in a height we he shot it in a school, believe it or not. Oh wow! And he put the plate up on a table, and he uncovered it. It was nothing but strawberries. And he sat there for like a half an hour eating strawberries while he was talking to my son because my son's in transporter too.
1: Yeah. So high so, fiber diet. So you know,
5: that's awesome. Yeah. yeah he so looks anyway, like he smells really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't know about that. But uh, but anyway, so I'm telling you this for a reason because I don't think I ever would have had a camera if I didn't see what I did in the beginning. I wouldn't have followed that pattern, I don't think. I wouldn't have it had that. Gave you
4: inspiration. To get it.
5: Right, exactly. So so anyway, in two thousand in five, um, I had met with some people in Fort Myers, Florida, who were working with somebody by the name of Bud Hopkins, who wrote a book called Intruders.
6: And oh, that's a that's a pretty big Debbie, book.
5: Debbie, Debbie Cobble. Yeah, Debbie Cobble, who's in the Intruders, is also a friend of mine now.
6: Mm.
5: Um, anyway, um, I met with him. He wanted to talk to me about some things, and so I agreed. And, and um, this is the strange part about it and why I moved to Tennessee. I... Actually, after speaking openly about it and talking to my father, because my father said so when the time was right, we write a book about it, because we wanted to keep it, we wanted to make sure that it was preserved for what it was, and I and was on my way and to Miami, right? Right, exactly, because of how twisted it gets now, and I should have done it a long time ago. Well, there's
4: now. so many so, so many I'm, people will leech on and then add their own thing to a story, and it's all about clicks yeah, nowadays, and, the, and truth. It's kind of
5: like, yeah, it's kind of like telephone. By the time you're done, you're like, wow, did you yeah. get that from? So we were on 95 and I was in Boca, getting off the exit in Boca and I was on my way to to pick up a Mount Blanc pen for a Christmas gift. It was December 19, 2005. And to get a pen from my dad and and, uh, I'm sitting at the exit ramp and this tractor trailer starts barreling off the exit. And um, I look out and I I just stood there. I I thought it was gonna go around me and it didn't and it actually hit my car. And if it hit the car, it hit me like 40 miles an hour. I mean, I almost died. If it had hit any further forward, it would have hit me because it hit behind the driver's door. If it hit any further back, I was told it would have hit the gas tank, and it probably would have blown up. So if it was going to hit me, it hit me at the only spot where I could have lived. Um, the truck kept going, and it was stopped by the uh, Palm Beach County Sheriff's Department. It further down in Boca, and it took me about eight months just to walk again. So oh, while I was in damn. bed, my, my father came to Florida to visit me, and... Uh, and, and to get me, uh, you know, refocused because my new models was going down the toilet. I had five people working for me. You know, it was just, you know, we are not there, you know, <laughs> you know, starts going to hell in a handbasket. And, right, and just so spiral I out said, of control. He well, goes, well, let's write the book. So that's when I decided to start putting things down and writing about what happened to them in the 60s and what drove me to get a camera and all the things that, um, you know, came with that. And so when my... Father went back to Bridgeport uh, or, or West, you know, West Haven he worked in Bridgeport at the time He was a uh, you know a college professor at the time and, and also uh, working as a principal you know, on and off you know he college at length. and um, mentioned to people that he was going to uh, you know work with me and finally get this book out. Um, my father died now he died on the exact same day that our case the restaurant in Sheffield, which I'm going to get to in a minute, uh, was mentioned at the United Nations by attorney Robert Fletchman, who um, was also working with the Parapsychology Society of the U.N. So it, our case was mentioned on October Well, 2nd, that's very 19, suspicious. 19, um. 1992, it gets worse. <laughs> on 1992 it was mentioned at They're the U.N. They're going to come for you us, boys. <laughs> yeah, if you've got a computer, you can Google it, 33 twenty-six United Nations, 33 twenty-six Robert Bletchman, it's right there. Um, he was our family attorney. He was my father's attorney, actually, and my attorney. We actually legally retained him uh, in 1992 to mention uh, our case and to talk about it and that sort of thing because we thought it was important. It was 10 days before SETI was launching their new microwaveable technology, and they were like, well, what if we see something? What if we find something? so they decided to hold a little... Um, you know, uh, get together if you will—a symposium. It wasn't actually held um, in front of the General Assembly. It was actually held in a library. Oh, but nonetheless, okay. our so case it's kind was of unofficial, then,
4: official, unofficial, right?
5: Yeah, it was the second time around. It was official.
4: Oh, they just want to be the secret. Was, they want to the be secretive time, about it.
5: Well, yeah, the first time it was mentioned, it was in 1974. Then they revisited it 1992 on October 2nd. So when my father got killed, um, and he did, was killed. He died on the exact same day, October 2nd. So at that point, Fox News got in touch with us. You know, what did he know? Next thing I know, I'm on Good Morning Canada. And it all starts coming out about this UFO case that involved our family. And I'm going to tell you what really happened. Okay. So <laughs> by 1966, we had 80 acres of property. And we used to see these um, UFOs, if you will, or, or I mean, who knows, you know, that's such a slang term, but we used to see these crafts and these things on the property, and we did see something, you know, what set down once I was looking at what I saw was a moon, and it shot directly to the ground just, you know, faster than you could, I mean, in a second's time.
6: Wow.
1: And,
5: and so there was a lot of sightings in the area. There were crop circles that appeared in Sheffield. I mean, there was a oh, lot of I've mean, always wanted then. to see
1: one of those in person. A real yeah, crop yeah. circle you in person. You just, if,
5: you, if you Google Sheffield crop circles, you'll see that even in 2012 or 2013, there were crop circles that showed up about on the same property, actually, of where our monument is today. So anyway, interesting. we, we would mention that at our restaurant back in 1966. And so these kids, like I said, would come in and it would <clears throat> with their parents, and they want to talk about it a little bit. And then all of a sudden, you know, we were like the outsiders, and no one, no one else had really seen anything at that point. So we were kind of um, the only ones talking about it, and that made for a, a long day. And uh, then were, 16, were people so then,
4: in the na- were people in the town giving you a hard time about it or anything like that?
5: I'm sorry. What? Were,
4: were people in the town giving you a hard time about it or anything like that?
5: Oh yeah, we were always yeah, we were it was rough. Yeah. And then and then in sixty seven we saw it again. Mm. And now we kinda we had an old style banner with uh um, you know, twenty five cent shakes and a jukebox and that kind of thing. So sixties, so you know, it was old school. Yeah, yeah. swinging, man. Yeah. yeah. Everything like a Yeah, it was kinda house. cool. Yeah. <laughs> I used to ride into my I used to go into the restaurant with my mother in in the morning and their cook would make me anything I wanted for breakfast. And I would just jump on my little fantasy bike and ride it to school you know, pancakes, whatever.
4: There you go. anyway, um, Get the morning started, right? Balanced breakfast. Strong
1: start to a day.
4: Yep. Well, I think we might be in trouble, boys. (laughs) He's giving us way too much information. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Yeah. (laughs) They're
1: going to kick our door in.
5: (laughs) So this is how it got inducted. So in 66 and 67, we were really the only ones talking about it. People were coming to our, our restaurant. And at the time, um... It was a... <clears throat> sorry. Oh,
1: try a throw Oh, dude, yeah, I'm there with you, know, you right but... now, dude. I'm on all sorts of different Damn. medicine right now. Yeah,
4: we've, everyone's had a rough December. I Winter feel like. is a
1: cruel season. Yeah. yeah. Sinus, yeah. Yeah, man. So, um, I'm totally with you right yeah, now. Yeah, it's horrible.
4: Man. Chase almost so didn't come today. Great. Yeah, I brought
5: a blanket to the studio. I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. Is it cold? I got spot heaters all over this house, man. It's like crazy. My uh, budget well, budget you,
4: budget. You're used to Florida, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
5: As well, I'm sorry?
4: Aren't you used to the Florida weather?
5: Oh yeah. Yeah. So anything, you know, when it drops below sixty, I'm freezing. Right. So so listen to this. This is gonna this is interesting too. Okay. So in our town that we grew up in, we grew up right next to what's called the Great Barrington racetrack. Okay. So outside Saratoga, there was a big money racetrack in our town. And of course it was fixed big time back then, it's no secret. Mm-hmm. And and so a lot of the locals were very wealthy. They mm. would even rent their rent people spots on their driveway to park their cars.
4: Yeah, I, I used to live in Saratoga and, for a little bit, and they still do that to this day with the horse race tracks and all right. that. Yeah.
5: So so these people that really didn't have anything, these country you know folk, um, were making a lot of money renting their you know twenty thirty cars a day at five bucks a piece. They were making money, and then of course you had the New Yorkers that were coming into our town because it was only fifty minutes outside Manhattan. Right. And so you had a real mix of culture. And that's how my culture mom and class. my father in the first place. Right, right. So we were in a restaurant. And my mother's talking to her friends about you know what happened. And we had a lot of friends that were New Yorkers, too. And so a lot of people were sticking up for us. But then you had those people coming in with suspenders and prison tattoos. Hell yeah. <laughs> and not letting people into the restaurant. So there were fights that started out. Why weren't they now, letting people they in? Prison. They just wanted yeah being jerks oh wow Yeah, and, you know don't eat there I don't want my kids eating there anymore you know we used to keep their bikes for the children in the back and oh
4: just trying to strong, strong arm you and people. stuff like that yeah, yeah okay
5: right right yeah, sure. and so well, what would happen is you had these New Yorkers that were very boisterous, and you had these locals that were just kind of you know thought they were somebody now because they had a new truck
4: Man, that new truck and, confidence uh, is deadly. Man. Sounds like
1: Carnes. <laughs>
5: That's that new truck confidence. Sounds like Carnes. Yeah.
1: I got a new beaded so, seat cover, man.
3: Yeah.
5: So, man. so this was the beginning of how it got inducted because when the police came, there were police reports made. There were, you know, um, there was a paper trail now that was started by the the problems that were caused involving this issue or the sighting of the UFO stuff. Okay. So there was a paper trail. Then in 1969, um, we were coming back and I was riding at a 4 H horse show. And my mother went back to the restaurant because a cook was locking up and we wanted to make sure the chairs were up and make the net deposit drop. And so we uh, I rode with her and um, went next door to make the bank drop, it used to be on the outside, like a big thing you pull down, you put your envelope in it, you close it and drop. And we decided to go back and, be, and because it was a. Uh, you know, and the, when we went a certain way, there was a shortcut through this bridge. Okay. And it's now a famous bridge. And so we were going over it, and um, I was in the back seat behind the driver, my mother, and my grandmother was in the passenger seat, and my brother was behind you know, next behind her next on my right side. And uh, as soon as we got past the bridge, I started giving my brother a fireball, a candy. Remember, like it was yesterday. And my grandmother turned around. I go, no, no, don't give it to him. You could choke because at the time he was only seven, you know. Yeah. And when she looked out towards me to re, you know, make me aware that it wasn't a good idea, she saw this light
4: out the back window.
5: The yep. So I turned and I looked at it. And I saw it. Everyone saw it. You could It looked like an upside down Hershey's Kiss that was rising from the water area. That sounds delicious.
4: <laughs>
5: yeah, imagine that if it was cherry filled or something. So it rose up. Oh, and, oh yeah. And and uh, and it was very. It was probably. Uh, you know, we we've had different opinions on how big it was, but you know, to me, it was about as wide as a you know, longer than like a like a one and a half mobile homes or something. Like you know, you know
4: like a double wide it was
5: wide. pretty big yeah but longer like oh, okay. really long and a double and long. it rose up gotcha Chase. and a double long <laughs> and we went there was a line of trees there like a lot of people say you know oh it was above your car oh it wasn't above your car. it was never above car. and this was a very bumpy dirt road and as we went down the dirt road we started my mother started to slow down we're all like you know kind of you know it was alluring. it was interesting and we're like fixated on it because it's like right in front of us
4: yeah fascinating
5: and it really was and so we my mom pulled over you know a lot of people go oh you know it stalled your car no my mother turned her you know pulled over and this thing went along the the other side of a tree line and the tree line was not very you know thick you know it was only like one or two rows of trees aligned along the road and it was a cornfield over there so it was over the cornfield now Mm. Which, by the way, grows 18 feet tall. It's been recorded that the corn grows 18 feet there. Was there, so That's really weird. So was there
4: crop circles at that particular cornfield or no?
5: Um, not that cornfield, but part of it about, I don't know, an eighth of a mile away. Oh, yeah. I forget. Cornfields anyway.
4: are just like fields and yeah, miles dude, and, and miles and miles. Yeah, yeah. Entire yeah. cornfields. My bad. <laughs> corn.
5: so, yeah, it's all right. So, so this thing was... You know, it seemed to be almost, and I don't want to say pacing the car, but we were both going about the same speed, I guess.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Because it kind of was on the other, you know, it was a much bigger. So even if we went slow or sped up a little bit, it would still be there. But it just did appear to be like almost nearer in our car. So my mother stopped. And there was a huge opening in the area. And we just sat there. And we were looking at it. And it did seem to stop as well. So I don't, you know, it disappeared that way. We also looked like it was flashing or blinking because when we drove by the trees, the light would kind of flicker. So we don't know if it was a stable, still light or a flickering light, but it was very, uh, it was a. It was like a two watt bulb. It wasn't like super bright, but you could kind of make out to a degree, but it was definitely either because our eyes were not adjusting, but it looked blurry almost. And so when we stopped looking at this night, you know, we're staring at it, and my brother, to the right of me, looks out his window, and there was something that looked very gold or amber off to the right, almost like a like a weird little fire or something. But it was all marshy back then and a lot of water. We kept looking back and forth to see if this thing was reflecting light. You know, where was that coming from? And then as we went to look or me, I can speak for myself, I started to look back to, at the craft that was probably, I don't know, maybe... 15, 20 now, maybe 20 feet off the ground, but probably about 50 yards away from us and all of a sudden I could see inside the car, I could see the radio, I could see the back of my mother's head, I could see the back of my grandmother's head and we could see the seats, you know so, whatever it was, it had lowered apparently and the light was coming into our car, because before it was dark, now I could see in the car and the next thing I know I, there's this eruption of crickets it goes completely silent and then bang, you know, we're out. I don't remember a whole lot. Nobody in my family, everyone went out, um, that we huh. have these weird visions of things, you know, like uh, fluorescent tubes and big open areas in space and, and like uh, an airplane hangar and stuff like that. So, and, um,
4: so, so, you guys just went out, when do you come back to, and how was there time missing or anything like that?
5: Well, yeah, so okay. when this happened, um, you know, it, it, I only got glimpses and you know, like fragmented thoughts and memories from it, but when we came back, or I say came back, when we were back in the car, this is where it gets really interesting because where we were, or where we, you know, where my thoughts or memories of the of whole family of what happened was not in the craft, and that's another misconception. We all, oh, you were in the craft. I never said it was in the craft.
4: Yeah, you, you um, guys just are, you we have were, you have fractured memories of some things that you don't know, right?
5: Yeah. Well we we know what we saw. What we but
4: heard, but that time but that there, time where it blacked out or whatever, correct?
5: Yeah, we were out what well, was three hours. When we got back to school, I wanna jump ahead because it will it be more confusing than it already is. So, oh
4: go go for it. Go do do whatever you need.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so 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 when we awoke or or came to, I guess. Mm hmm. Um, my grandmother was now in the driver's seat. My mother was now in the passenger seat,
4: hmm. which
5: has always been to me human error. You know, that's what it speaks to me. Right Now, we didn't know several hours had passed. And so my grandmother, being the only one conscious, took the car, the craft was gone, drove down this dirt road, turned around. So, so, every, so, so
4: everyone's unconscious and just your grandmother's conscious? Right. Okay. So you guys
1: wake up and see grandma on a dirt road and you guys like she has to tell you guys what's going on. This is what I
5: mean. No, we didn't no we didn't see her on a dirt road. This is that's one of the problems. So we went back into town and the town has a green that separates the road from the green and the restaurants. She drove past the green, pulled into the green, and then got out because she was speeding so she missed the first entrance, went back and came back, went to the bank where we just made the night deposit. I didn't tell you this, but while she made the night deposit box, my mother also went into a place called Silk Store. My grandmother bought a pack of Carrington cigarettes. So she remembered the store was open and that's where she went back, thinking it was only about 15 or 20 minutes. And when she got out of the car and she was looking like, kind of confused, walking aimlessly or whatever, however worded it. I think I woke up because when she got out, the door slammed and I was behind her. That's the only thing that makes sense because no one else was responding. So when she was in in front of the car, Walking towards um, the store, go back into Silks for help. She looked like she was almost drunk to me, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I get out. I'm like, Nana, Nana, I'm calling her name. She goes into the store, walks right by the clerk, and she gets all like confused or something. And she's caught up between these bikes and strollers and things that are in there for sale. I'm disoriented. D- so, and so,
4: <laughs> she's, so both your yeah, mother and your grandmother just, are very, very disoriented, correct?
5: My mother wasn't awake.
4: Oh, okay. Just your grandmother? I was the
5: only... Right. Okay. And so when we started to leave from Silks, she tried to say, you know, hey, I need some help or whatever. And, you know, they don't really talk much or what have you, but it was 11 o'clock and they were now closing. Then when we left the store and made the night deposit box drop, it was about five and nine. Oh, wow. So this is over three... This is just over three hours later. So we go home, not knowing that it went out on the radio. Um, And we do remember a large open area that looked like it had single fluorescent tubes in it in this warehouse area. We do remember that like it was yesterday. So we go back to the restaurant in the morning, and, you know, it's all over the radio now. WSBS, you know, people had made the police reports, people had called in. There was like a flood of calls to the radio station. Oh wow! And so at that point what has happened over that 66, 67 through 1969 and then the following year at the restaurant where everybody talked about it, that became historically significant to those, to Southern Berkshires, which of course is part of the state of Massachusetts. Therefore, the event as a whole, because of what happened to my father and being a political person, being a respected, you know, in the community, you know, we were, you know, um... And my mother on the, my mother was on W. My mother was a radio personality too, W. w uh, KZ. wkze um, And so we had the land. We had eighty acres of property. And my father, you know, later on, and went into politics. I mean, so it was an upstanding family who had something very, uh, you know, uh, supported in a very small community. But because it divided the town, because these people were feuding, and there were police reports and the They weren't getting along, and some saw it, and it was, you know, there was, you know, articles written about it, and the radio station had broadcast it, and police reports. You could not say that something didn't happen. So therefore, when it was voted on, and they went to a census in 2015, um, it really first came to a head after my father's death on the same day. You know, they decided to look into it, and certainly Kevin Titus an historian thought it would be a good idea just to pay tribute to make sure that he did not, you know, um, lose that pillar standing and, and, you know, because he he had, you know, um, proclamations from the state and, you know, so on and so forth, and and so they looked into it. The more they looked into it, the more they found. They found more police reports. They found more archives. They found people today who saw it still live there who are now bankers.
4: And eventually got to a point where they couldn't deny it anymore. They had to...
5: That's what happened. Yeah. So over the years, it wasn't so much the incident it was everything around it. It was the feuding, it was the the mix of culture. It was If it wasn't for the mix of culture, there wouldn't have been the fights. If it wasn't for the mix of culture, there wouldn't have been the fights, there wouldn't have been the police reports. Right. You know, if there weren't so many people talking about it, it wouldn't have it, you know, wouldn't have came to a head. So it was the the mix of culture and, and the fact that my father was political and passed on the same day it was mentioned at the United Nations, and that really um, kick-started it so in 2015 I get a call um from the historical society and and um first I got an email actually and responded back and they said you know we're thinking of um you know doing something with this you know we've looked into it for years now um and uh people what they said to me is people are not coming into our historical society to look at the newest musket ball <laughs> um but yeah <laughs> you know, like, I can do that right <laughs> so uh asked if i'd go up to mass so i went up and i met with the historians and and this is another misconception you know people say oh you got a letter from the you know the governor no i got four letters i've got the first letter i got i got a letter from historical society saying that they were interested in in pursuing this further and they wanted to put on an event and bring in all the witnesses and and show the police reports and and have a little conference and do something at the historical society then I got a um, then I got a letter, um, a formal induction letter, um, about six months later, that they actually had moved forward and held a um, you know had a meeting there and, and uh, held a census and it passed and it got inducted into state it got inducted into the state of Massachusetts as historically significant and true, and that had to do with uh, again with, with all the documentation. So then that went to the state, the Boston Historical Society the Boston Historical Society said that we don't have a, a division here that specializes in this type of thing. So if it was, you know, the Boston Tea Party or something, we would be able to dispute something or or challenge something or say yay or nay. But because we don't have anyone who specializes in this, they have no reason to, you know, to say no, to shoot it down. And with everything that they submitted, um, they accepted it. And then that went to the governor's office, and so I went to Lieutenant Governor, and then I went to Governor Charles D. Baker, and they both submitted um, a letter back to the Historical Society saying that they were going to move forward with a citation, and they forced they ended up writing a citation that inducted the event itself um, into the archives of, Mass- of, the, of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Following that, about three weeks later, one was in November, one was in October, Following that, um, I received another one that inducted my, my name into um, the history of Massachusetts as, as um, you, know, um, you, know, uh, you know, as related or the key witness to this event. So I've got four letters, and then I've got um, government, then the judge, uh, Titus, uh, met with us and actually notarized and, and sealed the two citations and the historical induction letters um, and made them a memorandum of law. So they're not just notarized or sealed, they're also a memorandum of law, and I've got four letters from the state of Massachusetts inducting this it's the very first UFO to ever be inducted into any state in the, in, in the, US, you know, in the U.S.
4: That must feel good. So,
5: we made United <laughs> so then after that, they decide to um, honor us with a monument. So the next thing I know, I'm back in Massachusetts on the anniversary of it. And all the people who had given or donated money to the Historical Society and all the witnesses that got behind it now felt vindicated. So they all donated money and had this monument uh, put in place. And of course now the the land that where this happened was now bought by Pine Island Farms. They own 1,600 acres, it's a huge dairy farm. And so they basically gave the the area or that land uh, over to have this monument put there and because the bridge now was no longer access you can't access you can't drive a car over it even though there was a rite of passage or something next to it they agreed to let this monument be built so then now there's this 5,000 pound monument and, and, and it's you know, in honor of the event itself, and, and for all the witnesses, that witnesses in Sheffield. Of course, my name is associated to it, but it's not. Well, I'm
4: sure. Money. I'm sure the community is very happy that they're. That, it's they're, finally getting recognized yeah. for all the things that they fought right. for and saw, and you know.
5: Right. So then these kids or whatever spray painted it and damaged it. Oh, and then what did like, yeah, they, they do? Yeah, they put do a big it? X over. Oh. oh, they put a big X over the top of it, and then they scratched WM out the plaque and. Yeah, and then they put like these weird stars with weird, you know. Joey and Diane Forever, it. stuff like that. Joey and Diane yeah, Forever. Not, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty much it was pretty childish.
4: Those kids so suck. then, yeah, this, need then to get more creative. Sheffield they
5: probably listened yeah, to. Yeah, so then <laughs> Yeah.
4: Maybe. So then uh-huh.
5: Sheffield Yeah, so listen to this one. So now Sheffield said, Well that's not a reflection of who we are. And so uh, they wanted to make, make it right. So then it gets fixed. Then it happens a second time. So then they didn't want to do anything with it. So the monument sat for about six months, just looking like garbage. You know, looking like something on the side of the road.
1: Like a member. But so then kiss.
5: Sean Payne, yeah, yep, dude. Then Sean, <laughs> then Sean Payne Stowe gets in touch with me. She's the manager for Jake the Snake, the wrestler. Oh, that's Hell magnificent!
1: Yeah, dude. <laughs> Full circle, bro. Yep. Big fans.
5: <laughs> yeah, out of all New York. I'm this here. is how crazy this is, right? once <laughs> like you read the book I'm writing? So then Sean Payne still gets involved. And goes Wait, to did listen, you hang you know, out with Jake I the Snake? A, <laughs> <laughs> I've never met him. Oh, but anyway, oh, I thought, hate, thought we were about already, to get some crazy stories. <laughs> yeah. So, and Sean's on my Facebook. So anyway, Sean gets in touch with the police department and uh, in this town hall and says, look, you know, I think we should fix it up. And so then she contacts um, the International Roswell, the International uh, UFO Museum in Roswell, Mexico. And they decide to financially back the park. So Roswell cuts a check uh, to get the thing fixed up. Shout know, out to Roswell. Well, yeah they, yeah. Well, they have our case in Roswell anyway, so nice. they knew who we were and they decided to get behind it. So Roswell, um, you know, um, you know, is very proactive in making sure this thing gets cleaned up. We've got a beautiful bench over there. So then, she contacts uh, you know Travis Walton who is a good friend of mine Fire in the he Sky baby to, Yeah he decides to come at my he's going to be at my house this summer but anyway he um yeah he decides to back it too so, and then he he co-sponsors a bench with my friend uh, you know Ben Hansen from Factor Fake oh, So those two it? co-sponsored a bench at the park Roswell sponsors the entire park and now this millionaire over in um, Louisiana last name of Holloway who used to rent the uh, or use his drones when they did a lot of filming for the History Channel and or Ancient Aliens and you know the uh, the pyramids and so on? Nice. He ended up sponsoring solar lights. There so now, so now, it what's happened again was all this neg- all this negative press about spraying the monument and damaging it. All that really did was bring more attention to it. Mm. So it actually helped. And these fights back in the day, if it wasn't for the arguing, there wouldn't be police reports, which means it wouldn't have been found to a, you know, there wouldn't have been that paper trail. So, you know, Cup it's all how you full, look I guess, at it. yeah. I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> you, know, well, you know, at the time you think, why? And then you go, wow, this it worked out for the better. So well, now it's on Google Maps, now it's on Yahoo Maps, it's on Atlas Obscure, it's on TripAdvisor. Um, it's become a tourist attraction now. And so every October I I hold a uh, hold a conference there and I bring people down and and uh you know I hold Parawine which is you know a couple hours up the road in Salem and and um so after all this nonsense and all this negative crap that went around um it's all finally you know it it made history it well, it came full circle and I think it fe- And if it wasn't yeah
4: for the community as a whole, for for it being so volatile, you know in the sixties with everybody fighting, and then finally they got something that was recognizing this stuff that they saw and then it got destroyed. But I think finally, now that's all together, and it's grown. I think it's just great for the community to finally be recognized, right?
5: I think that's what they they believe too. um there are some people there who uh you know there's a family by the last name of Sears. um I don't know if they relate to Sears store, there's rumors that they are. You know, they they think anything to do with UFOs, they refer to them as wackadoodles, and they're got some power with the local press, so they don't really like it, and but, you know, at this point... And with, that's why Sears uh, is going uh, out of
4: business. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, they invested
4: with well,
5: Kmart, too. Bad business decisions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of my cousins had something to do. You know, she, he was a CEO um, with Zayers. So they went out of business a long time ago with Zares stores. So anyway, I forgot so what's happened those. now... Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if you remember Zares That was a weird change. No,
1: dude, I, I used. To, I, I knew about them. Uh, <laughs> oh,
5: did you one. really? Yeah. Not many people do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. That's uh, a long time ago. So anyway, so now, um, as it stands now, I guess you've got, uh, you know, it's, it's becoming a, a tourist spot, and um, with the Pentagon and, and this twenty-two million dollars that went into, you know, the, uh, you know, researching this topic, and, they and had, they had know, the guy on CNN
4: talking about it just recently? Yeah. So, so
5: it was perfect timing. We were first. This kind of supports us. We support it. Yeah. And um,
4: the community is finally getting its dues. Sh-
5: Right. And now I think it's going to be a little easier for people to to accept because now it's no secret, right? We found water on other plants. We're we're visiting other plants.
1: Space is too vast. Yeah, That's it's a lack ridiculous. of imagination to honestly think that yeah. we're the only thing here. And rather depressing to think that the peak of evolution would be us listening to <laughs> Taylor Swift and inventing new ways to bomb the other one. That would be horrible. <laughs> I need more things to put chocolate into and cheese yeah, on. Right? We're the peak of evolution.
6: Yeah.
5: <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. It's yeah. all, you can, You you know, there's all those who think, you know, hey, we, we walked on water and in flip-flops but you yeah, know that's we, fine. there's no such thing as intelligent <laughs> life you know yeah man yeah it just makes no sense the universe
1: know? is infinite but, uh, well, perception is reality and some people keep their blinders on because it's yeah. just more fun that way i guess yeah for them i guess
5: i'm sorry i missed, I missed that what what'd
1: you say uh, perception is reality and i guess a lot of people just put their blinders on and they don't want to expand yeah. what they're thinking about
5: yeah pretty much i mean i think we we, we, we become a victim of uh you know, are uh, being our content, limited education, and yeah, and, you know, all it. that kind of stuff. And what I don't understand, you know, this is to me, it's it's common sense. I mean, even if this didn't happen to to our family, and and it really did happen. I mean, we took polygraph tests. I mean, this did happen to our yeah. family. I'm not. I don't sensationalize anything. If anything, I play it down because you know there are some things that I remember that you know sometimes you're better off just not mentioning it because you know.
4: Well, especially with all the people you're talking to taking what you said and twisting it, I mean, it does make it hard to say anything, you know what I mean? You don't want anything to be taken out of context.
5: Yeah. And it it happens all the time. Like, to give you an idea, just to recap this real quick, what we saw looked like an upside down Hershey's Kiss. It rose, it went behind a line of trees, Mm -hmm. we saw it clear as day. Um, You could make out an image within it, sure the light glowed a lot so it made it look a lot bigger. But right. if you really get down to it, it; it was good size, but it wasn't as big as it looked. But you're also young, and everything looks bigger when you're small. I'm nine years old, right?
6: Oh, yeah. So
5: it did look much bigger. So, but at the same time, if you read the the newest article that came out, because the MUFON Journal just published the top ten UFO cases of all time, and ours is number six. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, but even in the article, they said you know red lights came out from underneath the windows. I never said mm. any such thing. I never saw a window. You know, I never, saw, I never said red lights came out from underneath the window.
4: Everyone's trying to get clicks and everyone's <laughs> trying to sell something. Yeah. So.
5: We're going yeah, for number so one like next year.
4: Yeah. Maybe, hopefully.
5: <laughs> 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 yeah. We'll, we'll spice it up for next year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's what it's like, man. It's like a contest or something. I'm just going to stick to the facts. You know, every, a lot of people say, oh, did it have landing gear? Did it have it? No, if it did, I would have told you. You know, it just, it, it looked like a turtle shell. It looked nice. like a, this thing really, if I were to describe it, it, it in any way that could be referenced by anybody, it looked somewhat like a tarnished turtle shell. It was not all one color, it had variations in tone, it looked like part of it was silver, part of it was gold. It could be lights, reflection. I don't know, but it did not have some stainless steel shiny. It didn't look like my, you know, my, my stainless steel kitchen. You know what I mean? It was, right. you know, it looked very weathered, and it just had a glow around it, um, and it had different tones in it within it. And I remember like almost seeing like marks or lines. And so when I worked with Discovery Channel when they did that, you know, Alien Mysteries. Yeah. and the splay went into Roswell. They had to make one. And so when I made it, the more I worked on it, the more it resonated with me. And it didn't have like sharp edges. It had like a rounded edge. Do you want to know what the thing would really look like? Pick a turtle shell, bring the turtle shell down so it looks like almost like a you know a dome to some degree, and then put a big fat lip around it like a tire lip, like hmm. a big fat lip. It didn't have didn't come to a point. It looked look like if you took a tire, how, how like a bicycle tire, like so a 10-speed tire or something. It had its imperfections.
4: It it. It's not like this sleek, smooth stuff that they try to portray.
5: Nope. It had and its a, imperfections. And a, right. And the lip around it that looked like a tire was probably alone. that was 8 feet. Hmm. And then it had a dome on top of it, and it didn't have, you know... I do think it had lights underneath. It probably did. I mean, it was light coming from somewhere. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember seeing you know, lights coming from anything, you know what I mean? Right. But it did put off a light, so obviously it had some type of a light. I don't know where it came from. Um, So the one in Roswell has, like, these beads of lights around the bottom. I didn't say it had a bead of lights.
4: Yeah, but but, they thought it was going to be good for a presentation or something. So
5: Exactly, but if you look at that and you listen to the the red beams coming out from underneath the windows and then you listen to this and then you talk to somebody, by the time you're done, you're like, know what
4: happened well, well you I'm, know, and,
5: and that's that's where it gets frustrating
4: well know? well i'm glad you came on the podcast and i'm glad you you know told your story in your own words and kind of set the record straight and you know when it's coming from the horse's mouth you, you know you can't uh yeah and you know can't really uh yeah. Twist it up too much, you know. We're what I mean? too
1: lazy to edit it into yeah. any other way. Anyway, <laughs> <Yeah>. that's <laughs> a
5: good point. Yeah. Yeah. Stay how it is. Yeah. We yeah. we literally gonna well, up,
4: upload it in an hour, so yeah, yeah. It's, it's pure. So no worries oh, there. Yeah. Pure yeah. as snow. planning like you know? but but
5: uh, no, I just wanted to. I'm, I'm glad to have come on because I um, yeah, you know, I live here. I, you know, you and I know mm-hmm. each other. Yeah, and uh, and you know, I don't get much uh. You know, I don't get a lot of coverage here. I mean, God, I'm in a freaking God. Jesus's Bible, country. Right? So. Jesus gets all the hey, coverage yeah. here. And Uh-oh. the vault. And Rick Flair, yeah. the greatest quarterback yeah. UT
1: ever. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he won the Heisman for he went in for Jerusalem when they beat Rome yeah.
5: in yeah. the Man. SEC championship I mean, I, I, I'm game. I'm surrounded by. I'm surrounded by all-you-can-eat buffets and, mm. you know, Christian churches. Yeah, get steak tips. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go to church and then go to show <laughs> Beef show-me's.
1: tips and steak fries. <laughs> <Go to> ch- <laughs>
5: exactly. I'm, I'm joking. I mean, I don't really you know, hate, you know, I tweet his own, right? Oh, but dude, I, mean, I
1: love uh,
4: beef tips and steak fries.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I would yeah. eat them right now yeah. if they were in front of me. I so. wish they were. But anyway, yeah. We can we go this. get beef can do tips and steak fries after this?
4: Yeah, we'd love to have you on again. I'm i thank you for coming on and sharing yeah, your story with us well, the awesome. first time. This has been really good. And
5: Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, listen, you guys, if you guys want to go out some night, I just picked up a beautiful limousine. Oh, um, dude. Rolling Zone, so, uh,
4: rollingzonelimo.com, book your limo yeah. today.
5: Yeah, man. And uh went out again last night. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be, uh, we going to be going to Robert Trower. I'm going to, uh, uh, yeah, not Poison, but Brett Michaels. Hell yeah. Um, we're going to be taking it out. I'm working with uh, Open Court a little bit. Yeah, you know, i've done a bunch Daffern, of stuff so. with them so is yeah same here, here.
4: yeah they
1: love
5: us oh yeah yeah, yeah me too they, were good. they used to sell my guitar over there i used to have a guitar line they used to sell it awesome. we're definitely so, gonna um,
4: cash in on that limo service for sure yeah <laughs> at some yeah, point
5: anytime guys anytime you know <laughs> uh, so yeah. just give me a buzz yeah um, and by the way there's a few other people that want to come on your show too so let me know oh
4: i uh, know we've already booked eye candy for february and uh We're going to get more as soon as I talk to you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We will take them all.
4: Yeah, but uh, iCandy has already reached out to me, and we've been talking and working something out for the beginning of February, so that should be fun. Oh, beautiful. Yeah.
5: Absolutely. She's very cool.
4: Yeah, but this went great, and I'll definitely be reaching out to you, and we'll get many more guests in the future, and hopefully you back on to talk some more. and. Anytime, sir. Keep exposing the truth, hopefully, and getting the true story out there without twisting the facts like so many people want to do. Because we honestly don't care about clicks here. <laughs> we really don't. <laughs> we really don't.
1: Yeah, we just. Want... It's all about a good conversation. That's yeah, all it is. We just want to have fun. That's the goal.
5: A good and, product and will rise to the top. Man. it was just like sitting in a living room today. It was. No. enjoyable. What by the way yeah. Eye Candy has been to uh, the monument I don't know if you knew that or not she's been to the UFO monument park mm, nice right, we'll, we'll that, definitely ask yeah, her yeah, about this so yeah, we we'll, we'll about start, the start there. connecting
4: mm-hmm. the guests together get a little mythos we'll build of. our own marvel universe we'll get y'all <laughs> back for an <laughs> <A> Avengers <laughs> <laughs> episode yeah dude a <laughs> oh 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 <laughs> we do
2: have one question yeah uh, oh we do have one final
1: question one final question sorry do you have a do you have a favorite Ernest movie
5: Ernest movie?
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, like Ernest goes to jail.
1: Ernest scared stupid. Yeah, it's a thing on the podcast. We have an obsession with the Ernest movies because <laughs> they're awesome.
4: Yeah, and we couldn't quite grow out of them.
5: <laughs> you... I can't. I can't really hear you. I'm sorry. It's all it's like underwater.
4: Do you have a favorite Ernest movie?
5: Oh no, actually, do I, a famous uh, a fa- uh, no a favorite, no, not an Ernest movie. Oh, a favorite movie in general?
4: No, Ernest movie. <laughs> yeah.
5: no, There's like 18 no, Ernest I movies. Don't. He's been oh.
1: to camp Okay, he's he's played basketball. No, Cream Old no. bar. It's just
4: this thing we do on the podcast. We're obsessed with Ernest. So, oh, yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. no, I don't actually. My favorite movie though is probably Bad Boys Two because I worked on it, and I just thought, hey, hell yeah, that's dude. awesome. Hell yeah, yeah. Bad Boys Two and Heat. I love the movie Heat. Bank robbery Damn. scene. Oh my god, it was, it was great. great I, I actually liked. Uh, A couple of movies I really liked, you know.
4: Let's let's uh, rally for us to produce Bad Boys Three. Let's make it happen.
5: (laughs) They are they are making it, by the way.
4: Oh, I'm about to hit up Michael Bay right now.
5: (laughs) Yeah, they're they're making. I think they're shooting it in. um, If I'm not mistaken, they're shooting it in Atlanta, and they just finished or or they're in the they're about to finish. They're filming uh, the Motley Crue movie in Atlanta.
4: Hell yeah, dude! Sounds awesome. I Love Motley Crue. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Thanks for coming up. On. Cool us. Thanks for coming on again, Tom, and uh, we will definitely be talking to you again in the future.
5: Take care, Terry. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Take care. Sir. Take Bye. Care. Nice Drink man. slow.
4: Drink
5: slow. Drive slow. <laughs>
4: Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> we drink
1: fast smoke grass Uh, hell yeah dude grab ass with
4: permission of course hell yeah well (laughs) (laughs) that um sounded way better than i thought it was going to with all the problems we were having but it always comes out smoothly somehow here's the drill here's the drill
1: i felt like i was just in a live action youtube video which was great (laughs) it's just better than actually watching. Okay,
4: dick jokes. Yeah,
1: dick jokes, right? So they said you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make that some bitch drink, right? We're we're diving right shut up, we're diving right back in. They say you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make that some bitch drink. Like, motherfucker. Pretty sure I've seen a bear ride a unicycle at the circus before. Pretty sure that whoever did that could beat and starve a horse into drink. It's a necessity of course the dr- I don't need to force it to drink water that's where your fucked up thing comes from yeah. <laughs> we're back these people. are things I notice we are when back. I'm alone which is all the time when I'm alone in my S- head sick on new antibiotics <laughs> <laughs> they're big and blue they look like the good guy from Osmosis Jones like the, the, the muscle pill yeah oh, nice yeah so dude basic- dude
3: they used to hang out with Frasier I hate
6: you.
1: <laughs> My favorite We're part back, of the whole interview back, is that Bingy said nothing for like an hour. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. I forgot he existed. Minus the smell. Yeah. it's all right. It's all right. I know.
3: just didn't want to say
4: the uh, uh, I the first big fucking you know, post that we big had. Big fucking here, dick or, in your mind. You know what you know. <laughs> thinking about. So we got a so for so yeah we have eye candy from the CW coming first show in February yeah, when I'm gonna
1: ask her to marry me. Right, do it. She's dude. beautiful. She's very pretty, and very beautiful. I believe beautiful. her. Yeah. I, I believe,
4: <laughs> but I thought we didn't support the ghost theory here. You believe her, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, well, how could that's, she lie to me with those eyes? Yeah. <laughs> and that's where we are We're in the world the today. Yeah, I, I want to be wherever she is.
1: <laughs> no, that's <laughs> creepy. That's creepy. Okay. I want to give her her space, because people need space.
4: <laughs> I dig a Chase. Yeah, see? That, that, that was better. Yeah, was progressive. Better. I got progressive her back. boyfriend. She I was worried it. for a minute, but now she's back. <laughs> she's so I'm sure she listens. Sure she... Make her your
2: summer girl, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Your summer girl, yeah. Just yeah. ditch her in
4: the fall. Be my boo thing. Yeah, Yeah, yeah we'll go from that to big. Getting whipped,
1: it'll be fun. Yeah, <laughs> dude, right. And Bingy doing whippets. <laughs> and get get, get whipped. To get to get We're
0: gonna get him to do whippets before yeah. he gets whipped. We gotta oh, make shit. that oh, shift. <laughs> <whoa. laughs>
1: <laughs> Biggie won't be able to feel it, dude. I passed out one time in high school. We were driving, doing whippets like idiots. <sighs> I've never i passed done out it. in the front seat. And I like? I woke up to this dude named Trevor punching me in the fucking leg, and I couldn't feel it at first. I woke up laughing because like he was like showing strain, and I was like, "Dude, what's the matter?"
4: <laughs> oh, my left yes, leg's yeah, on yeah. fire. I, I, Fuck. I remember. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> then brazenly, I I've never,
3: I've never, done the whippets before, so we, I just yeah, I, you I, don't say. We yeah, get The only
1: barely... do drugs people handed you until we guilted yeah. you into buying weed for the first time like a year
4: <laughs> <That> was, ago. <laughs> dude, we talked about that. Another box. thing I bought him, his first bowl. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's
4: true. <laughs> yeah. You, remember, you remember when we got him his first grinder and then a year later, he never opened the third oh, layer. Oh, dude, of the yeah. Wait, yeah. We he got had, him that no.
1: grinder too? He didn't buy his... I grinder. But we made him get this. it. But, yeah. but, but I didn't, I didn't
3: know about, get about get it. the bottom with the and key and all that. It was full. Pegged to the top.
1: I forgot all about it. And then he was picking it up with his thumb and his finger. He wasn't even using the scoop. He was just picking it up like it was cereal and just putting it He's sitting here with his hands open, like, how am I supposed to
4: think innovatively? I would have been the caveman that would have been like, oh, fire, never thought of the wheel. <laughs> an but, innovative fuck. Hey, th- but to be fair, because of his mistake of never checking the third tier for a year, we had a fun week. So yeah, as so I say, a week, because we he just abused it, because he's an addictive
1: personality, and he's a narcissist that just self-harms instead of self-helps. I,
4: this is Bingy has introduced me to the unconfident narcissist. I didn't know that existed. No, that's
1: no. That, that's the thing. That's yeah. the thing. And it's look, I suffer from depression, too. But well, I'm also uh, but a narcissist. so I can admit it but this is my whole theory behind depression depression is when a peak narcissist doesn't understand why the rest of the world doesn't think they're the shiniest fucking toy in the box Mm -hmm. and they don't understand Mm -hmm. it and they don't know how to think about it so they doubt themselves and that's when they start telling everyone Mm -hmm. because they doubt themselves and I just went through a deep fucking
4: depression and you know what got me out of it? What you just said whenever I'm in depressions I usually get after I do like a project because here's the thing I've noticed
1: about anyone that posts any paragraph on Facebook about how sad they are you hand them a trophy they'll admit it and stand on top of that fucking podium in a heartbeat they're not mm-hmm. socially fucking awkward they're not afraid of it at all
6: that's true they just
1: can't stand not being the fucking center of the fucking room mm-hmm. that's all it is that's what it comes down to that whole depression thing it comes down to you being upset that the thing you want you to view you as the shiniest mm-hmm. toy in the box isn't viewing you is that at that fucking moment
4: yeah. that's true
1: It comes down to that at its core. It can be a million other things, a little dark cloud. But at the end of the day, I've never met somebody that's depressed that once you get down to the bottom of it, they don't say the word I 1,500 fucking times as they describe to you what it is.
4: That is the key to depression, right? Me, 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 my depression. Yeah
1: well there's the reason a lot of them come from single mom households and that's cuz they're used to being the fucking only childs. I'm all, I'm one of them like I said. We, this is me are. talking about yeah.
4: myself, man. It's that's so- why I want a <laughs> disclaimer before we went into it. yeah Before you we went into it, I want to be like we all suffer well, from some subject. form of something You here. post anything about it on Facebook, mm-hmm. you know people that, "Well, thanks for your medical opinion." You're
1: like, fuck you, bitch. I was okay. diagnosed at 7 mm-hmm. when someone murdered my dad. Like not, that wasn't even we... me making a bad decision. Just because, right. just, <laughs> because a,
4: just because we don't have a doctorate doesn't mean we don't know how to observe the world we live in. Exactly.
1: <laughs> like come on, people. Which is why Without a doctor and they can all pretend to be journalists yeah exactly. it's the same shoe exactly. on the yeah. other foot
4: but those are the same people that want to be like my opinion matters in this world you no know? it doesn't yeah. your opinion doesn't matter and that's why we say it every day if you're coming here for opinions you're coming to the wrong place no <laughs>
1: come here for dick
4: jokes and a funny good time yes, exactly and
1: a random rock rowing <laughs> thing about depression <laughs> interview
4: a man Do uh, did you have a tough week chase I, <laughs> how, how did we get a, we got a basket Chase's back you got it. it's not end. true i hate that
1: <laughs> i hate it Yep
4: basket chase yes you hate the segment yeah, i just I, I like the
1: conversation i yeah. am a basket chase oh, okay. <laughs> my existence that's is a what basket he hates chase. he hates
4: that he is a basket chase yeah, yeah i gotcha but we we all are that's why i'm we're... the
1: shiniest basket <laughs> in the case
4: or so you think until your depression kicks <laughs> exactly, in <right? laughs> exactly yeah.
1: like, oh, why don't people want to put their clothes in me
4: <laughs> the laundry basket you got to take what you want in this world yeah that's dude. very true mm-hmm.
1: don't give up Got, got a reason, reason to live. live. Less your name is Anthony Bingham Ten.
4: I think that was a good first half of the show, guys. Yeah, dude, I was about to say let's break
1: it because I got a P, and then there's a sig with my name on it. You guys want a break? Yeah, do. Do. we got new commercials for shows. We got new commercials. Don't Where? let
4: me forget the plug. Rolling Zone again, okay? Yeah, we'll catch you when we come back, guys. You.
0: What up, kids? My name is Mitch Wheeler. I am the founder of Stage Diver Radio Network, and I wanted to tell you about my new podcast, People in My Neighborhood. I think it's good to mention up top that I take the concept of neighborhood very liberally. You see, I want to talk to people from all over the world, from all walks of life and all backgrounds, real people, about what they do for a living, how they got there, and what their passions are outside of work better or worse. Look for the first episode to drop February 5th everywhere you find podcasts, and of course, Stage Diver Radio. Fuck yeah.
1: This is great. I feel oh. like Greg the Hammer Valentine's coming yes.
6: in.
1: Yes. <laughs> <way. laughs> <laughs> Greg the Hammer Valentine looked like he was like suffering from cirrhosis his entire
4: career. <laughs> oh, we're back, guys. It's uh, just
2: another fucking song. that's better
4: than goddamn Africa by Toto. Yeah, you're goddamn right, Sam. What I mean. the
2: fuck is that meme anyway? Well, I, I blame the member berries. Oh, <laughs> there was yeah. a there was a stand-up bit
1: that Jay, Big Jay Oakerson used to do like a year before that, where he, like he just opens a bit where he's just like hanging out with my friend Dave, and we were stoned debating whether or not the song Africa by Toto was the greatest song ever written. And back then it wasn't cliche. It was hilarious. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the member berries a year later had the same thoughts. And I like the member berries. Big I J love,
2: I love the member berries. Yeah, man. Getting his job. Shouts selling. out to South Park. <laughs> but Africa is it's not great that great
4: of a song. It's not. It's man. pretty good. It's, I mean, it's, it's good. good. It's, it's good. I'll but give it. It that we that can't be that edgy. Let's say it's not. Good. No, I'll give it, it credit, good. but like <laughs> right. Goat? No. Goat it is no, not. No, 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 no. That's just cuz the people put trying to put it over and just memes putting it over. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not the greatest song of all time. We already know it's Kiss, I was made for loving you baby. For That's real. Right, <laughs> fucking for right. fucking right. real. I mean, it's a timeless classic and never gets fucking old. A. It's kind of like Easy Lover by Phil Collins. The interview, we did an interview. We, we did, right? Do- yeah. It yeah. turned out way better than I thought it was going to turn we, out. We professionalized
1: a little. We got offered a nice on town in a limo after yeah. that right. it's a good ending to a, to a I'm
4: interview. not going to prepare ever again because we work great on our feet <laughs> we did <do. laughs> <laughs> on our feet yeah and and it our like, felt like I was in a living room it's like because you were in your living room probably Yeah. yeah. So. did you not hear everyone <laughs> coughing <laughs> yeah. in your monologue yeah. that's my favorite part is just saying like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. click 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 <laughs> like yes we're all getting stoned and listening you talked about aliens yeah so. So what the what fuck else do. do you do that's what this is like for. are you kidding me it's called the highest fuck the Lander un- podcast.
1: like the unacknowledged side of the <laughs> conspiracy world the stoners who just want to hear more about how the world's lied to them also it may, yeah, it may just point. be me
3: but i think i might have heard like a little bit of like a crowd cheering in the background as well I don't know if that was just me or... T- what? like It sounded like something... that's in your head. That's because your head,
4: Again, that's because you're an
1: incredible narcissist. So <laughs> did, did, anytime you do anything no, just productive, you think that you're being
4: <laughs> he got abducted during the interview. It's That's a- why he didn't say anything. Oh, God. He got abducted shit. during the interview. You got him again. Oh, oh, shit. Oh. You got abducted, didn't you?
3: Oh,
1: man. I They'd mean, be like, the he's already been probed. Could have been that. He's, <laughs> <been, laughs> he's been probed so many times. <laughs> the probe won't even fit. Get the bigger one. <laughs> we don't have, any, in our alien
4: technology, we don't have a way to fit in, in this our, asshole. I, I seriously
3: doubt
1: that. In our
4: millions Yeah, of, yeah that they God could fit? Me. Yeah, we know. That's what we're saying. In our millions of years of advancement, we've never seen an asshole. They're like, quick, give me rhino lining for trucks. (laughs) I'm going to put it in his asshole. (laughs) Get my say then. I fucking hate you. Uh, we'll do a read. Uh, sponsored by Rhino
1: Lining. So, so did that,
4: that Hershey Kiss was just you know coming out of Bing's ass. Dude, I've much. literally
1: been eating tons of Hershey Kisses the past couple days. Yeah, so me- when he said that, I literally was just like,
2: I wish that bowl of candy was here.
1: <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so bad. Uh, you think I sh- maybe
2: like he's got some kind of like endorsement deal? Shout- <laughs> we'll do another
1: read. Shouts out to Hershey Kisses. Yeah, dude. Um, whether they're abducting people <laughs> in
6: 1969. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or they're helping me have the munchies <laughs> in South Knoxville when I'm stoned at like 10 at night and I'm on antibiotics but it's like you know what fuck it I get this candy I'm gonna eat some candy that's wow. what Hershey's Kiss is here for
2: Hershey Kiss Hershey
1: Kiss proud sponsor go to the website Hershey.com now <laughs> use the promo code Haffle H-A-F-L Halfle.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Join,
1: team Join Team Halfle and get some Hershey's Kisses, bitch.
4: <laughs> They're going to get a bunch of hate mail. Like, what is my promo code? Go
1: get you a truck and some rhino lining in the back. <laughs> no, get you a limo. Get you A limo <laughs> with rhino lining
4: all in Let's connect the reads. RollingZoneLimo.com. Yeah, we're this. Yeah, you- rolling it-
1: Zone Limos... And we're gonna get all them uh, rhino lined <laughs> line. and films yes. kisses. Yes. Yeah. Let's, we're good, let's do it. Fuck yeah, let's dude. Make it we're gonna drive it into Bingy's room while he's asleep. With
2: kisses, I was made <laughs> for, for loving you playing, playing on repeat. He he's yeah, gonna yeah. hear a
1: rumble, and then he's gonna hear that. That's what's gonna Along happen. Along with like loads of like
3: wall debris just falling right on my fucking face. Yeah, dude. Oh. <laughs>
4: yeah, dude, we still got photos <laughs> going. This is the, the greatest like mashup I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> there we go Ooh,
6: yeah
4: <laughs> That's what Bing you'll hear Oh hell yeah dude <laughs> Maybe Easy Lover too Who knows I don't know
1: <laughs> All I know is I assume Well actually I easy think the lover... soundboard Got abducted yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. what happened <laughs> Alright guys I'm finally showing That I don't prep I um I have an idea for a movie. Oh god. Shit. No. Oh, oh god. Shit. All right. Okay. Well, after what our, time I'm... is a Shut up. <laughs> after our interview. Okay, after our interview, yes. After our interview, I've been inspired. Okay. And so Ernest gets abducted. Okay. Again. <laughs> Okay. So this is how it starts, right? Ernest is out in the woods. This one's easy. So he's out in
4: the woods. Well, well, a different writer already gave you the structure of the first hour, so I'm (laughs) sure
1: it'll be Uh, easy. So so, so it's 1969. Uh, And Ernest's dad, who is also played by Idris Elba.
6: Okay. Okay. (laughs) <laughs>
4: Driving Why down not? the
1: road with his family. No, that's that's not true. <laughs> that's Ernest's grandma. Yeah, Ernest's grandmother. Who's played by Melba yeah. <laughs> in yeah. drag. It, no, in just, no, 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 drag, okay. she looks like she does in Luther. Okay. And just, <laughs> I like how you use yeah. the pronouns. It's very progressive of yeah, me, yeah, Chase. Dude. I, I well, dig it. Well, 2018, bro. Hey, guys, So they're driving for. down the road 1969. Summer of 69.
2: Oh, that's playing. Yeah. Brian uh, Adams, Summer of 69. That's playing, right? Playing. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and yeah, so, that is so, totally not a suggestion to Terry. No, it's pull not. If it no. that Soundtron starts playing now, 5, it's 000. convenient.
1: <laughs> yeah, And so. Brian Adams, summer 69, they're listening to it on the radio and, and Nana Idris Elba. That's what Ernest calls her Grandma Idris Elba and
2: Terry summer 69. All of a sudden they
1: just wake up in their car and it's like three in the morning and they're just like, how we've lost three hours. How the hell is this right? And so like the grandma though, like the way she finds out is she goes to the store to buy more menthol cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And because it's hard to sell, but. And, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what brand, though? Oh, back then? Yeah. Lucky Stripe. Lucky Stripe make menthol? They did in this movie. <laughs> they did okay. in this movie. Yeah, thing. wait. Okay. What are the cigarettes? That, Morley's. The one that the smoking Mor- man smokes? Morley's? <laughs> yeah, some menthol Morley's. Menthol <laughs> Morley's. Yeah. And she's like, I can't get my menthol Morley's. It's three in the morning. We've been abducted, obviously. Man, <laughs> so. <then, laughs> obviously. So just Ernest in the so they, I don't know that has something to do <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Ernest Ernest is oh, okay, in the woods okay so she's so she's in the store
4: yeah. she's get, getting her Morleys they've just been abducted yeah she can't okay. get her Morleys and that's okay. how
1: she's like oh I must have been abducted I can't get my clothes. okay
4: so is she gonna go back to investigate, investigator
1: no Ernest <laughs> is just thinking about all his dad telling him this story
2: oh I forgot
4: Ernest is in the back seat my bad yeah okay, okay. how old yeah. is Ernest in this movie. Well, in this flashback scene?
2: Yeah. Oh, it's a flashback. I yeah. thought the whole movie took t- no, place no. here. Okay. No,
4: Ernest is probably
1: like. That's why Scott gets abducted again. This mm. is the first time he got abducted. Gotcha. In gotcha. Yeah, dude. Mm. We're not just doing wordplay here. This all yeah. makes sense. It's a kid's <laughs> movie, but it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And so, okay. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> It shows, like, Alien Kid, like, or Ernest is abducted by the aliens, and, like, the aliens are, like, trying to, like, take his hat off, but they can't because it's a part of his body. Like, it's established in other movie canon. <laughs>
4: so he's having visions of the abduction that well, just happened well, to him. Well,
1: yeah, but, like, when they're kids, though, he just remembers meeting this one kid alien and, and like, <laughs> teaching it how to build shit out of radios. <laughs> okay, and yeah, yeah. Because Ernest was always autistically good with radios. That's true. Yeah. And it was the summer 69, right. the year of the radio. And so. so then he just misses his alien friend. So when he's out in the woods and it's a clear sky and he thinks mm-hmm. he sees a bright light streak and he always thinks about his friend, who he always affectionately called Pete. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> Cause Why Pete? Because he liked the name. He looked like a Pete. He had red hair. <laughs> 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 that kind of momentum just died down a little bit. Yeah.
4: <laughs> a ginger alien? Got, yeah. Try to get really specific like and really big at the same time. Yeah, like an alien
1: dad drove a car okay. with his elbow so, out the window. So we, got, so
4: we got Ginger Ron Howard from. <laughs> and Ernie, the strongest okay. man in the world, was there.
1: <laughs> Why? He's Arnie. 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 Yeah, sorry. Arnie it was with Ernest. I have to get and, my names yeah, confused. Okay. So, Ernest and, and Ron Howard. Ernest. Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking just it up, Chase. There's got just a- so much power. I'm so. Alright, got a
4: hell of a spine buster. I tell you <laughs> what, so-
1: <laughs> yeah, he does. Double A, double A, it's like the battery. All right, so. <laughs> So Arnie, the world's strongest man, and Ernest are like out camping together. And when the they woods. combine
4: and fuse together with their Dragon Ball powers, <laughs> well, they, and they become, they become so they turn Arnie. They dude. Arnie. Don't Arnie. get ahead of me. My bad. I got too excited. <laughs> Sorry.
1: So Arnie and Ernest are in the woods. Okay. They're now training. Okay. They're not camping. I'm I'm so confused right now because they're going to enter a martial. Keep r- up, they're going to enter a martial arts tournament. Okay. 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 <laughs> 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 Oh geez. <laughs> so, <Jeez>. it's, so <laughs> it's so earnest It's a clear so night six. though And he just thinks like, I wonder what Pete's doing
6: Did
1: you like The goddamn song so, so it cuts to Pete the alien Who's also trading For a martial arts tournament okay. In space Pete the ginger alien, <laughs> Pete, the ginger
4: alien.
0: <laughs> Pete the ginger alien Yeah, yeah. The ginger, okay. yeah With the I dad who
1: drives This UFO With his elbow Out the window <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> With a space Morley Yeah <laughs> Uh, played by Danny Tamborelli. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't wait till all this training. <laughs> oh,
2: okay. I see where this is going. Yeah, right. Right. I got it now.
1: So he's he's practicing karate in space. Okay, and there's going to be a galactic martial arts tournament. Okay, this is
4: practicing on Earth. Yeah, for an with earthly
2: an Arnie, martial arts tournament,
1: it's yeah. a different tournament. Yeah, he's they're just tra- training because Ernest is already a oh, chosen training. warrior yeah. Christ. Oh, he's, he's already the strongest man on the planet. We've yeah. been like he defeated Santa, who was originally the strongest white man on Earth. Right. Right. now, it's Ernest and, and Kiss, mm. who are you know just missing right now for <laughs> plot reasons and convenience. Right, Kiss is probably right. on tour. Yeah, yeah, they're on tour again. Sixty
4: nine was a big year for them. no, this, this isn't <laughs> sixty nine anymore. Now
1: we're present day again. Oh, God damn uh, it! Well, okay, yeah, my summer of twenty seventeen, the release 2018.
4: You need can, to start adding yeah. some transition effects or something. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. It's just excited. Storytelling.
1: Crossfades, motherfucker. Crossfade. Good band. Yeah. Crossfade.
4: No, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Terry put up something from CrossFade
3: right now. <laughs> <laughs> in a world so cold. So,
0: so Arnie and Ernest Arnie and Ernest are okay. training
1: to um, crossfade music oh, in the yeah, background okay. <laughs> <laughs> in the woods.
2: Oh shit.
1: And oh god. <laughs> wait, wait,
2: is this present day or is this like Six. It's present day. It's present day, just and they're really training like Crossfade. The crossfade. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Get some hype. It's Arnie's favorite band. <laughs> Arnie's favorite yeah. band is Crossfade. Yeah, dude. Makes sense. And so, like, Arnie's dressed like the lead singer of Crossfade. <laughs> like his black t-shirt, a metal necklace. Yes. looking
6: back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
1: dude they're Oh yeah. they they're like kicking Mountain Dew cans and shit to this. <laughs> <laughs> The Ernest's mom shows up in the woods. She oh, bought him cigarettes. She bought it, for Ernest
4: The ginger alien practicing karate. No, the
1: ginger alien's in space. He's man. practicing with Arnie, the world's strongest World man. Goddamn it! So, like, <laughs> this is when the, the UFO, like, he's like, holy shit, I'm in my UFO. I'm worried about this. Universal martial arts tournament. I need the strongest fighters ever. Okay. I wonder what my childhood friend Ernest is doing on Earth, because he's looking back you know, from 69. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's scouring the globe trying to find the strongest it's fighters of the gotcha. universe.
6: Mm-hmm. And this sounds he, world's he the th- like
1: world's strongest. Shut team. up. No, it's not. It's <laughs> Ernest gets abducted again. Yeah, no one and, and, even talking <laughs> about and so, that's when Ernest Ernest and Arnie are training right, and then that's when like the aliens like I wonder what my friend Ernest is doing. He comes mm-hmm. down and says, like, holy shit, my friend Ernest chose Warrior of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know aliens felt so strongly about Christ. Yeah, they're dude, they're very like, religious. He's sense, like yeah. he looked at his crucifix. He said thanks, Lord, for guiding me. And then they like he goes to he goes in the woods and he finds like he comes down and this song's playing right here. Yeah and that's Ernest just kicked an entire 12 pack of Mountain Dew in half
3: and then <laughs>
4: they, they were full <laughs> he kicked then, the box in yeah. half and then,
1: and then him, him and Pete lock eyes they lock eyes yeah. yeah and then this is his play <laughs> I'm sorry for the way I am you know because they ain't talked to each other in forever yeah, but they're been, both mad they've been shitty friends it's been what 50 something years yeah like you could have called
4: bro you know Right. And, I mean you have advanced technologies so they are so. meant to be so cool they know bro. who each other is like immediately yeah. Yeah. it's just like you don't forget that kind of love and friendship. No man. Though, so. it, it, there's a sexual tension
1: that enters the air once like Pete walks <laughs> oh, off the spaceship. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Arnie's kind of jealous. Okay. Holy shit. <laughs> but he ignores it cuz he's the world's strongest man, so he just right. rips a tree out of the ground. <laughs> right. And like just starts kind of like peeling it like you would a blade of grass, but he's the world's strongest man. <laughs> so powerful. he does it with a tree. Damn. But angrily. Yeah, ang- slightly <laughs> staring at them, yeah, you know. Just like, he doesn't want to bitch about it, but he so, wants Ernest to know he's not happy. Right. So we're going to
4: Arnie heel turn, or? <laughs> well, not
1: yet. Well, okay, what happens okay. is, they go to space, because he tells them about the tournament, and he needs the strongest warriors, and, <laughs> okay. and God willed him there, and Ernest is like, you had me at God willed you here, <laughs> brother, and so, they're floating in space, and he's telling about all the the evil aliens and whatnot, right? Yeah. And so then, they're in the... Fast forward, they're in the martial arts tournament now, okay, right? I'm, and, and they're getting their ass kicked. Ernest has been
4: completely informed about the evil aliens. Yeah, and, they're okay. getting their ass
1: kicked, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the monsters from Space Jam they're fighting. Like, oh, oh, shit! Yeah, they're big, oh, okay. they're mean, they're angry. The Predator's there. Okay. Yeah, like, all sorts of fucking badass aliens are there, man. Okay. All sorts of
2: product placement. Yeah,
1: though. dude. Dick Cheney's there. Dick he's Dick Cheney's He's the referee. <laughs> he's the referee. Yeah, he's reffing because, you know, he's an alien. This match brought to you by McDonald's. No, it's not. Shut up. Shut <laughs> <And so, laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, Bingy, but fuck you! We're not selling out. We're not, not selling out. So like he kicks through another Mountain Dew can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, uh, so, and so the aliens are just like, what the fuck is this? So he's in the middle of the tournament, right? Yeah. And it's a it's a it's a, a free for all. Like they're all just fighting in this giant ring, like Royal okay. Rumble style. You Last Universe sell. Stand and wins. So it's a
2: battle royale. Yeah, Battle man. royale. Yeah.
1: And so. Like the last The evil aliens They're so strong And Arnie and Ernest and, and Pete are left And then Pete gets eliminated And it's all uh-huh. like, Who
2: eliminated Pete? Oh shit
1: Oh this evil alien Named Jeff He's a bitch <laughs> Fuck Jeff Yeah he's oh, an asshole Jeff
4: is, a, Jeff is a bitch yeah, Fuck it? Jeff yeah. Hashtag fuck Jeff Yeah, yeah he's an asshole fuck Jeff dude and, uh, He's got like tentacles And
1: shit He's a small dick He's very insecure about it <laughs>
4: And so They're <laughs> <laughs> coming after him. So, so <laughs> Jeff's kicking Everybody's ass Yeah, at this you know, point. yeah. Jeff is taking over dudes. The tournament He's the Johnny of Cobra Yes. He really is. Yes. He's
1: got blonde highlights and tentacles. Yes. He's an asshole. So he's already
4: taken out everyone else. Yeah, there's only Ernest Arnie. And like what he, he, he's when by off, Justin Ernest Timberlake, Ernest is
1: pissed, dude. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and Ernest is pissed. Because mm-hmm. like that's his boy, and right. he secretly wants to fuck him from, and he's yeah, upset. from yeah. 69. Yeah, he, <laughs> <And laughs> he wants to 69. He yeah, wants the 69. Yeah. So Arnie and Ernest they do the fusion dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And okay. All right. Yeah, they All become right. Ernest. They become Ernest. Okay. And they go to shoot a Kamehameha wave. <laughs> yeah. At Jeff, but okay. Jeff so powerfully withstands it, right?
4: Okay. And then okay. the time okay. on the
1: fusion ran out. And so they split again. It's like all is lost. What's going to happen? Right. Like Earth is going to belong to Jeff. Oh Jeff. no! <laughs> Earth is
4: going to belong to Jeff. And then that's the guy with eight super large tentacles yeah, and he's, a really he's small. By dick. Justin Timberlake. Exactly. And all hope I is like lost. Yep. And then all of yep. a sudden,
1: Ernest hears a rumble on the ground in the spaceship oh, in space, shit. and he hears this noise. Uh. Uh. That's when KISS pulls up. The Megazord. In a space Megazord. Oh, Oh, shit. shit. A KISS spaceship. It looks like a Christmas tree if it hated its parents. (laughs) It's got lights on it, mainly red. It's black. (laughs) KISS looks at Ernest, and Ernest looks at KISS, and they give that head nod. Yeah, dude. Archie's confused, but he knows he likes KISS. There's no crossfade, (laughs) but it'll do. Yeah. And that's when he notices that also on board with KISS on the Megazord... (laughs) Tonight. Is the band Crossfade. <laughs> oh shit. As their songs play together at the same time. In a beautiful white trash medley. <laughs> and... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, <God>. oh. and... <laughs> oh, it
6: hurts.
1: It hurts. Yeah, oh. it does the karate kicks. That's what Ernest visualizes and attacks, like from the water boy. And he just pictures Jeff as a 12-pack too. Oh my God! Yeah. He karate kicks him in half, and then he rips off all of his tentacles and fucks him with Pete. And even though Pete's not dead, Ernest thinks he is.
4: <laughs> this makes him angry. Okay, so, so, so
3: this is raping my mind right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest episode we've ever done. I mean. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, so Wait till next week. So they just defeated Ernest and Archie, <laughs> are the only two left. And they're like, we win. And they're like, no, bitch, there can only be one. So Archie and Ernest have to fight. Okay. Both their favorite bands are playing. <laughs> And art, like, this this part hits, and you know, Archie's fucking psyched. It's like, oh God, see, okay. sorry for the way, I'm about to beat your ass today. And... <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Archie and, and Artis, Ernest. As soon as their fists touch. For the fate of the universe. Yeah. After they already fused and tried to defeat Jeff. Yeah, dude. Huh? They beat Jeff. Yeah, There's a lot of levels. Yeah. And, as soon as their fists touch. Black Hole opens. Oh shit. And they all get sucked in. Kiss, Crossfade, the Megazord, (laughs) Megazord, Ernest, Archie, Jeff. They all get sucked in, right? (laughs) One half of Jeff. Okay. Okay. Yeah, his ass. Okay. So. (laughs) so, Then they just appear again. Alright. And they're in the water. Okay. And then the only thing that they see
4: in front of them is Gotham
6: oh shit (laughs) and
4: it turns out (laughs) (laughs) black hole time took them right back to where we ended last week (laughs) (laughs) and that's why
1: next week we'll finally bring you the startling beginning of (laughs) Ernest goes to Gotham again Again. and then then the movie
4: ends I'm so happy of the inclusion of Crossfade into this universe now. <laughs> the bad Crossfade. If you, if, you, if you thought this podcast was <laughs> going to get any more white trash, we played Kiss over Crossfade. <laughs> yeah, we did. And I'm proud. Oh, I don't, I'm not even sick anymore. I feel so much better. <laughs> Next week, Ernest goes to Gotham. Again. 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 Yeah. You, you want to do the realness, Bingy?
3: <laughs> I don't know if I can after that. I'm very that happy shit. how like, Ernest overcame
4: shit. his abduction there. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's <laughs> <that's> wonderful. <laughs> he learned to fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god damn We this. broke this, Sam. This is our signature Sam's bit.
3: This, this is it. This is, <laughs> you're, you're dying over there, man. Are you okay? I am.
4: <clears throat> oh. All right, let's do the, the realness. Mess with we need an earnest sound effect in here now eventually. Good call.
1: Hey, Vern. That's it's our fans. Not, I'm, I'm surprised, surprised they called you guys Vern. haven't done that by oh. now. Holy shit. Fans are now called
4: Vern. But like I said earlier, the we do not prepare.
1: <laughs> blow my nose over Bingy's drop. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Perfect. Oh,
3: oh, so
5: sick. Seeing things oh. people wouldn't believe. Well,
1: Bingy's girlfriend's.
0: You stupid fucking punks, Okay, you idiot. Cute. Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? Put the bunny back in the box.
1: Can we put where he says, hey, Vern, after that? Like, you know what Jack yeah. Burton says after a time like this? <coughs> hey, Vern! Put the bunny back, <laughs> back in, in the box. Bingy's man pussy. <laughs> 100%. Do Boy that. pussy.
4: 100% do that.
1: Yeah. Alright, okay. Bingy. So. It's now been confirmed that
3: there is going to there is going to be a sequel to Bright. Have any of you guys seen Bright? Yet? I watched no, it I yesterday.
4: It. Yes. I, How is it? I, watched I liked it. it. I watched it twice and I thought it was good. Here's Same the thing here. with it though. Uh, it was It's it, got its problems. No, it's pretty It's not even that. It's basically It's ups and downs. It's ups and downs, just like life, right. you, know, you understand right. like I've seen there's this anime called
1: handsome. There's this anime and it's called Keikai Sensen. God, I know what You're not a, a, Did he steal it? pretty much god damn it like it's not about cops and stuff like that but the world building and stuff very inspired by K- i guarantee you that this started with david ayer seeing cake high and being like you know what i'm gonna combine that with ripd and see what i get well this was written by max landis uh, the same guy that was it
4: yeah, oh
6: really
3: it said, yeah hmm yeah, so it's just kind of... Uh, actually, in this sequel, um, David Ayer, the director of, um, of the, of course, The First Bright also did Suicide Squad, Fury, and uh, End of Watch. He's and a uh, training fucking day. Exactly. Okay. And, uh, Didn't he, he do
1: is- Fantastic Four? No. No. Who's going to do Fantastic Josh Four? Josh Trank. Okay. The new one? Yeah. Yeah, Josh Trank. He did some movie recently, too, where he tried to use the same excuse. Of well, you're thinking... Oh, no, Max
4: Landis, yeah, wrote yeah. Fantastic... Was mm-hmm. on for
3: Fantastic Four yeah, that okay. got kicked off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but... Uh, I'm yeah, no, those Power Rangers. It's Never a mind. very predictable story in, uh, in in a sense, but I still liked it because of the world that <coughs> the world, it is, It's just it doesn't fully I'm glad that it doesn't fully explain the whole fact that there's just orcs and dragons and shit like that yeah, around there. It. It's just the way that it, it is. It throws you
4: right into the world. Uh, exactly. That was one of my favorite well, things about it. It's
2: familiar territory anyway because exactly. everyone's grown up at least knowing either dungeons and dragons are something heavily influenced by dungeons and dragons exactly so like if you see orcs and elves then you automatically think of this fantasy universe and all you do is just combine that Mm -hmm. or if you are a dungeons and dragons player you've played d20 modern which is literally bright Mm -hmm. (laughs) like everything's Mm -hmm. in modern that's very true that's very very true but um, but like I, I it, the whole it's obviously like a racial and class type of like, yeah. yeah It Has, story a, it has, line. It has an X Men feel
1: to it, right? Yeah,
2: right. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good way to put it. It Has yeah. a little bit of like a. If you've seen like one
3: fantasy movie, then you pretty much seen them all. When it comes to its story, it's like the Chosen One. There, right? Like there's and this like magic that. wand. The and Chosen One. Like,
2: because that it seems like it's like a universe that's designed to like almost imprison magic because it's too powerful and mm-hmm. they can't have control over civilization mm-hmm. with something yeah. like Which that You, you going can't really around.
4: blame the elves for no, being mad. No. It really draw, draws parallels between what we're going through today in this world. The, yeah. the, 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 mm-hmm. Dude, the magic it's wand just, is really the internet,
2: funny. man. Well, it's really That's funny true. when you watch
1: it, though, and it's just like the way they talk about the elves mm-hmm. is the way that, like, like Nazis talk about the Jews, like the elves run the world.
2: <laughs> they, they literally say
1: that they, go, the elves run the world. They're rich. They look down on everybody. Yeah, they, that's more. It was just the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, they just made them look like Aryan Jews. That's basically what they were going for. Yeah, that's a hell of a combination. Which, yeah. fun, which uh, just wouldn't be funny. ironic if we did that, right? <laughs> it's
3: funny that you bring the, uh, the the Illuminati thing up because they actually say in the movie that uh, like the dark elves actually killed the Illuminati like hundreds of years. ago. They're called ago.
1: the Inferni yeah the yeah. inferno yeah. yeah. right. they sound so. like a shitty online guild <laughs> it was a nice side. name in parentheses
4: as like they dox you. shout out to the illuminati
1: yeah dude i want in so bad i told you guys i'll draw triangles on anything sponsor, point me in
4: the right direction sponsor the podcast and we won't release the first half of this episode <laughs> yeah dude i will chill.
1: i'll sell doritos for you yeah dude sell triangles <laughs> So um,
3: you want to hear some more crazy shit that Ridley Scott yeah, said,
4: Yeah, dude? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Ridley Scott. You talking about Edgy Ridley Scott who yeah. thinks he's James Cameron? <laughs> um, he I, I, <laughs> actually,
3: it, it wouldn't surprise me because uh, the way that he says this is just unbelievable. This is this I is know I said. say
4: outlandish things
1: sometimes. <laughs> I'm James Cameron. <laughs> sometimes I like to sit around and think about where, hang, where how things would have happened and where we came from.
3: He says, mm-hmm. uh, "Quote: There's no reason why aliens should not." should now not be on the same level for fans as Star Trek and Star Wars. I
1: believe that 100%. I mean, Luke Skywalker would totally die if he met my alien. It's true. Oh, nice psychic powers. Here's an acid spit to your face. <laughs> I'm edgy James Cameron. <laughs> what?
4: <laughs> the Alzheimer's, I forget. I'm mean, Ridley the dementia. Scott. <laughs> the dementia.
1: I'm
3: edgy Ridley Scott. And he's uh, saying this, uh, where do we go from here? Like, do we to su- your mother's house, because I'm edgy Ridley Scott.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna fuck your mother with the alien's head on.
3: He said, "Like, uh, do we sustain the alien series with the evolution of the beast, or do we
4: reinvent something else? I am the beast. I bro, evolve and I want. Disney's going to wait for you to die out, bro.
1: Disney can wait (laughs) all they want to outlive Walt
4: that bitch Disney owns Alien now right? no they don't own me (laughs) <laughs> of course fuck Disney
1: fuck <laughs> Disney actually that's funny but see how powerful a mouse is with acid spit on it <laughs> actually you're a
3: little bit of a hypocrite for saying that because there's rumors how going around how dare
1: you talk to Ridley Scott that way <laughs>
3: there's rumors going around that you are going to be directing a Merlin movie for Disney
1: I'm going to rip your arm off and fuck you with it so <laughs> God damn. Edgy Ridley Scott a Merlin yeah you know it's, about, it's Merlin Ridley it's Scott. about a pimp who disrespects women because I'm Edgy Ridley Scott <laughs> he has a purple cane he says it's magic But by magic, he just hits them in the mouth with it when they say
4: smart stuff. You know, Ridley Scott's dementia is not so bad. It's a movie about about a pimp
1: that teaches women how to not read. He unlearns them. (laughs) Edgy Ridley Scott. Edgy Ridley Scott. He specs books out of their hands and shocks them when they try to enunciate. (laughs) It's going to win me awards. Continue. He's talking about me. Okay. Just so call me if, Edgy Ridley Scott. He said... Uh, he
3: who said going it? on. They asked him... Uh, asked like who? The, the interviewee asked him <laughs> if he wants to keep going with this. And, asked uh, he asked said, him. Asked you. Yes, okay. okay. Mr. Ridley Scott. Okay. I'm sorry. Edgy Ridley Scott. Edgy Ridley Scott. Thank I'm you. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's
1: like, diddy, I've now reinvented myself.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: The guy asked you that <laughs> if you wanted to come back... Like, he wouldn't would say it to my to face. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, you said, you actually said, I would like to. They're crazy if they don't. David is a fantastic villain. I love what Fassbender did in Covenant, but it's
1: fucking hard, dude. We, we <laughs> li- I was talking <laughs> about my dick, because I'm Edgy, edgy Ridley Rid- Scott. Edgy Ridley Scott. Uses- I was pointing at my dick. They don't type that into the interview. <laughs> we lifted Alien from a he ditch and motions made Motions towards penis. <laughs> no, that's not also what I said. I said, we... <laughs> the alien will fuck you bitch
4: <laughs> As I gave her the second it, chop it sign And then I taught her how to not read <laughs> <laughs> Edgy Ridley Scott. Take that, Miss Journalist, lady. That's right. Journal? You don't even know what that is
1: anymore. <laughs> I'm Edgy Ridley Scott. I'm Edgy Ridley Scott. <laughs> I'm
4: glad this is. I have an the idea, idea for a movie. I can't believe we got Tom Reed and Edgy Ridley Scott on the same episode.
1: What? I Ridley Scott now have an idea for a movie. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> it's okay. called Alien. Okay. Again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Basically, it's Alien. It spits acid out of its face. <laughs> then one day it's killing strong women on a ship. I don't know if we have the time for this. And then, <laughs> then they hear a strong woman that looks like Sigourney Weaver hears a rumble on the spaceship. She looks out the space window and and she hears this. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Disney does not own me, I've sold my rights to the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Breaking
0: <Hurricane laughs> news. Yeah. Yeah, That's why right, I
1: jump ship and ripped off my shirt to show you. My EWO, <laughs> Ernest World Order ship <laughs> We're declaring war on you, Disney. It's, we're coming, bitch. Yeah, Ernest World Order. Ernest World Order. That's right. And so, uh, er, er, basically, you know? basically, the Ernest Kiss Megazord in space <laughs> <laughs> takes this giant robot dick and slams it through the ship in half. Uh, it kills the alien and the strong women while also teaching them not how to read at the same time. <laughs> 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 and then the movie ends. And they pay me a lot of money in China Because they'll watch anything Back to you Bingy <laughs> right.
3: that, that was a good movie That was a really good movie That was great
1: Scott. believe my voice changed three times in that story <laughs> At least three, <laughs> At least three. <laughs> Drink every time it changes Then drink again For me, Angie Really, Scott? I, don't, I keep wanting to say James Cameron.
4: It's the dementia, bro. Yeah. It's,
3: it's some much, sad bro. news. Some sad news mm-hmm. for, for... I'm I'm pretty sure I speak for all four of us here
1: that we
4: don't, no, we
3: like Cloverfield. We're, I do. <laughs> don't, I don't, like, don't ever like,
4: speak for me. I hate that movie.
1: I don't want you speaking for me, but I like Cloverfield. And Cloverfield <laughs> Lane. You like... Oh, yeah. That's much
3: better, yeah. It's much better. <clears throat> and I agree. Cloverfield Lane. So you know that they're planning to make a third movie God that's particle. called The guard Particle. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been delayed. Why? Cause because Westworld? weather that's fine if it's for Westworld. It might be from what I've heard it might be a Westworld and also because from what I heard like where it was at originally February seventeenth, I think it might have gone against Black Panther. But uh, here's the here's how I know that Paramount just knows their, their audience base. They actually set the date for Cloverfield three to come
4: out in April twentieth, twenty eighteen. Nailed it hell yeah god particle too bad I'm gonna go see be seeing super troopers 2 with that fucking god particle what would
1: a god particle <laughs> soundtrack done by the cottonmouth kings <laughs>
4: <laughs> he's Tangerine Scott we're edgy paramount yeah dude we're edgy paramount
1: <laughs> we're edgy paramount we're gonna have cottonmouth kings with a soundtrack to every movie
4: <laughs> as you should yeah I think Ridley Scott should also direct god particle if yeah. I'm being honest I would love to <laughs> okay First things first, we're changing
1: it all. It's not called God Particle anymore. What's <laughs> it, it called?
4: Cloverfield.
1: No. Again. <laughs> no, no, I only did one Ernest movie. It's
4: how I bought it. <laughs> no. Yeah, we paid him in stock. Instead that's Zack
1: Schneider's field. He directs the Ernest movies. Yeah, that's fair. That's We've fair. gone over this. Ernest looks like he's in 300 in all these movies. It's important to remember when listening to these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what was I talking about again? I don't know. We I was going to name something. <laughs> <knows>? I think <laughs> I had an idea for... Oh, wait. I was going to do God particle.
4: <laughs> A long
1: podcast. Yeah.
4: And you're releasing it on April th- 20th. <laughs> so, no. so the neutrons collide in the Higgs boson. And that's when they hear,
6: <laughs> there you go, there you go, there
1: you go. That's when you realize kiss is God. That's when you realize kiss is God. The movie will be called Big Fucking Kiss Tits. <laughs> I'm Edgy Ridley Scott. The kiss God particle. At the end credits, it'll be an end credit scene encouraging women not to read. <laughs> Over this. <laughs> What else you got? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the incurrence will be me taking a juice box from the hands of a small minority child, <laughs> sipping it in front of them, throwing the empty box at them. <laughs> and then it'll say under oh, it, "Edgy Ridley Scott production."
4: You <laughs> like it. I like it. So uh, I'm and going Nooper... to remake
1: ants, just stepping on all of them. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm going to walk
2: by a homeless man, give him a suplex on somebody's Uber. Yeah. I'm going to hand people home- homeless people food that I've came on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, oh,
6: no, that bingy. takes me back to fucking college, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
1: You I'm sorry, have your segment please. <laughs> oh, <G-G>. I've <laughs> had no food and I'm loopy. Uh. <laughs> Got no one <laughs> to blame for yourself. Yeah. <laughs>
3: You're right. So, so so an Uber driver in Florida, um, no joke, actually it's drove... already miserable. <laughs> uh, he actually drove Margot Robbie and uh, her husband. And uh, they got along so well that she actually invited uh, like hit him to the, like this party. Because apparently she's a DJ. I didn't fucking Margot know. Margot Robbie's a DJ? Yeah. <laughs> she couldn't have <laughs> enough? Her fucking... <laughs> she has <laughs> to play other people's songs now, too? <laughs> her DJ name is Taglo. Oh,
4: God. What does she play? I just did that. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Anyways. She should. But uh, she, she, no, she, like she she,
3: she plays CrossFit. <laughs> she, <laughs> she would. Fucking Harley
1: Quinn. Get up for D-Jo. <laughs> DJ. DJ Margot Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of, like, 18-year-old girls on coke, like, fuck
4: yeah. <laughs> so shit. <laughs> so a bunch of the girls in this music video. I'm me. totally
1: not going to read later. I just saw that New Ridley Scott movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: so edgy. It's so edgy. Yeah,
1: dude. Uh, I fucking so, love Ernest. I fucked the shit out of Ernest. <laughs> Goddamn.
3: So, um, so no joke, like, she did invite him and everything, and uh, he actually blew it off to go see Star Wars two weeks after its premiere.
4: Well, oh, he's a fucking He never meant to be nerd. so cold. Oh, he never it? meant to... Yeah, he never
3: meant to be so cold. What an asshole. <laughs> like, he got a lot of shit from his girlfriend, from his friends, from everybody giving him shit about this, and he was just like, I don't regret it at all. I actually really enjoyed Last Jedi, so... Mm. He- he, he, he's just kind of like
4: eh about it. He, he basically it. bingied it. <laughs>
3: huh. I would
2: not. You see, I think, dude, that is that's, yes. a, that's a total bingy move, <laughs> yes. man. You get asked out on a date, basically, you're just like, oh, I was, I gotta go see a movie. <laughs>
3: see, I wouldn't do that
2: though. If it was Margot Robbie,
3: like, I, would you pass up an opportunity like that? Yes. Well, <laughs> would you? Well, I know. Yeah, you the would, question know isn't
2: here. would I. The question is would you? And it's not a question. It is a statement. You would just I? reverse. The, you just reverse the words. You would. Yeah. Like, no, I you wouldn't. would. I wouldn't. You would piss yourself <laughs> out of just sheer terror of like, it's Bakarubi. Oh my god, it's yeah, Oh you, my god, you'd fuck you, that up. You
4: would think she'd ever be into a guy like me? Yeah, no. <laughs> like, like, the, she'd be like, uh, "Hi, her, how's her. your day today?" You'd be like, "Ah,
1: oh, here's my me, green ring." you would be pacing around his kitchen. I'm just. I'm worried. I, I ain't heard from
4: her in a long time. <laughs> How long's it been? Forty five minutes. <laughs> she just invited you to a party dude let me talk to her for two weeks on tinder <laughs> <laughs> fuck you let me take her go see a new Ridley Scott movie <laughs> I heard it's edgy as fuck yeah
1: dude
2: I didn't know what to do so I just do what I always do it's right. an
1: alien that promotes illiteracy amongst women
2: <laughs> Went to go see a movie I could see again tomorrow you know yeah, it was important stuff yeah dude totally uh, yeah so fuck that guy yeah fuck Pop, that
4: you got guy. anything He's else baby?
3: Uh, this is kind of upsetting, and uh, New Line's uh, Walter Hamada, who once shepherded IT and as well as the Conjuring Universe, um, is now the lead head of DC Film
1: Brands. Yeah. Cool. He's going to make it scary. Ew. Bo- 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 so, the first thing he did was cancel the Lobo movie, so fuck him. And the, and yeah, the Deathshot movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that, fine. Lobo, though? Fuck you. Yeah. Don't cancel sure. Lobo. That,
3: that's only going to be... A, a, I guarantee you, like at, at this point, Warner Bros. is going to be begging Disney to. Like get their, ass. <laughs> get their ass, Come
1: on, Disney, just give me your ass. <laughs> just
4: give me it. Let me fuck right. your
1: ass, Disney.
4: Unless he's gonna totally reboot the DC universe, then there's no point. I seriously yeah. doubt it. Well, we're gonna
1: reboot it. With the
3: Ernest verse. So, we bought it. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, when we buy DC, and Ernest goes to Gotham.
3: Like apparently Jeff Johns' role in this he's in gone. the entire thing, he's just out. He's an advisor now. Mm-hmm. Oh, well,
4: that means nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So it like, basically just, like, was before. Well, it looks like DC's getting their stuff together, boys. Yeah. And speak.
3: And since we're on the subject of DC, um, people are still clamoring to get the Justice League, uh, uh, Zack Snyder cut out for a while, even though they've said time and time again Dude, that this is not going to happen. And they're not going to waste like 500 million more.
1: It or took whatever. them 60 years of petitions to get Kennedy shit released. You think they're going to release the fucking... David, fuck it, fuck that, no.
4: Like, Scott, yeah, Zack Snyder. Yeah, have,
1: yeah. have Ridley Scott <laughs> reboot <laughs> the
4: Re- DC universe. I like it, Edgy Ridley Scott. All right,
1: but, it's not Batman anymore. But they uh, all woman leads. His names punch you in the cut, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but no, like no, Joe. People still want open those. with people, crossfade. He <laughs> yeah, just beats up Catwoman for an hour and a half. People legitimately still <laughs> want this room. thing to
3: happen. They, they, they're so passionate about. There's been like petitions, everything. So much so that yesterday, there was a quote unquote peaceful protest at uh, Warner Brothers Studios to uh, to have it out. And uh, you would think that you know, with millions of people wanting this, it would it would you know be filled.
1: Uh-uh. Only thirteen people came to that protest. None of them have <laughs> was... ever been laid.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: there are a bunch of bingies. You could smell them. They smelled like a force of sixty. They were thirteen. <laughs> And they all, like, held, like, one little banner that said, like,
3: hashtag Snyder Cutter. It's just, it's
4: so sad. We're
3: going to change the world.
4: Um, and then after that, we're all going to get churros. I'm so glad <laughs> this is finally dying off and people are realizing they can't change shit yeah. <laughs> when it comes to the money. There's too
1: many of us now for an opinion to
3: matter. Fair. Inflation of opinion <laughs> is what has happened. And uh, that also explains the decrease in ticket sales because uh, according to, according to the stats, they said that... Um, that the 2017 ticket sales were the lowest ticket sales in 25, 25 years
4: so glad i went to film school gla- film school guys yeah yeah a,
3: dude back at like this is way back in 1992 like 1992's numbers were like 1.173 billion mm-hmm. and that was the lowest that they've had in a while but this past year has reached about uh 1.2 239 billion
1: tickets
4: It's because it's because studios are churning out shit just looking at marketing and going for the popular... Merchandising. The popular thing. Merchandising. So people- You've said that
1: like 800 times I'm going to burn you. Say it again. <laughs> Who, me? Yeah. yeah. Merchand- merchandising. Yeah. Well, merchandising. I just
4: block them out most of the time. Right. <laughs> Speaking
2: of merchandising, we got to have some uh, EWO shirts, man. That is a good idea. Oh, yeah.
4: Can't get sued if you don't get served. That's right.
3: People are actually blaming millennials. They're blaming millennials for the poor ticket sales and everything since they got streaming services like netflix and hulu amazon all that stuff that releases that's not not millennials fault it's technology's fault who the
1: who the fuck do they think are selling this shit to millennials yeah
3: yeah it's and also because like the fact that ticket sales like have like reached like they're eight dollars and 93 cents this this year and it's going to increase like this year as well so it's just kind of like
4: it's all going to go to the internet exactly It's fine. We're, we're in a transition in- period. We're in a transition period. It's going to be the roughest now. Studios are dying. There's going to be one movie theater for every city, probably. Like and honestly, everything else is going to be on the internet. Like honestly, I mean, like the, the only
3: happen. the only thing that uh, people go to the theaters for is just for like superhero movies because they want to be the first. They want to be the first to see it before it gets spoiled by somebody else. So it's yeah. just at this point, Disney could just have the entire fucking movie theaters to themselves, mm-hmm. and everybody else can just fuck off and stream shit that, on Netflix them, and Hulu. And I bet all that. that's what
4: it is. It's gonna be one movie theater in every city it's gonna be owned by Disney because they're gonna be the only ones putting out high budgeted content because mm-hmm. they bought everybody everyone else out. And yeah, yeah. Then you'll start hearing the Death Star music. <laughs> 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 Mickey's will start decaying, <laughs> and they'll put us in Matrix cages and just feed us Disney movies for the rest of our lives
1: <laughs> I'm sorry about
4: all the lies you know out of all the like
6: have
4: the hellish
2: future landscapes of dystopia that exist mm. I, I could think of a lot worse than that if I had to be completely honest
4: it's not bad it's not it's,
3: bad I mean yeah like when you like I said with Netflix they come out with like original content like almost every fucking week it's like you can't go through uh, without seeing something or netflix That's, original netflix well, not original. only I love that, that but
2: like any four random dicks can like get in a studio and make a fucking podcast <laughs> exactly so like you're gonna have all of that content as well because mm-hmm. net like i don't i don't care what anyone says about net neutrality it's not going to go away that shit would cause fucking riots when no. people realize that their precious internet's gonna get fucked with like that, yeah. oh well, hell no! Nope. Nope. That's what I was, it affects everybody.
4: That's what I was saying about like just Comcast trucks and stuff like that. You, people will be fucking up Com- Comcast trucks in the streets and shit. Dude, you will internet. see
2: racism and sexism and all of that divide disappear <laughs> yeah. at, at least, at least until that fucking war is yeah. over. you like, can't, you can't mm. take away
4: people's brain food. <laughs> that's you know? the yeah. space
2: squid from Watchmen. His really fucking knows. internet, yeah. like that's and, gonna be the thing that holds yeah, us dude. together, and
1: we'll be there'll be a giant just
4: a giant mass of people ready to fight so you're saying the thing that's dividing us at the moment is eventually the thing that's going to bring us all together yeah mm-hmm. everyone's going to be sitting there united ready
1: to fight the internet companies Yeah, everyone. and then this one boy is going to walk into this cop with a pepsi can yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He's gonna try to calm everyone down. Yeah. And everyone's about to fight, and blood starting to spill, and then all of a sudden, a line draws through the two crowds. They yeah. They feel a rumble on the ground, and they hear this.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's when Ernest and Kiss show up. Unite the people. No, kill them all. Population control. <laughs> kill them all. We get the numbers under all. 500 million, the and the world is peace control. again. And then they go to
4: Gotham. <laughs> Fight and fuck Batman, I don't know. I'm hungry. And? <laughs> Any more movie news? Nope. That's and that's what will happen next week. Can we play out the crossfade? Yeah, we can. When Ernest goes to Gotham, and you'll yeah. be hearing much more kiss yes. at that moment. But first, plugs, guys. Who's got plugs? RollingZoneLimo.com. That's right. Book yeah. your limo that's today. A, don't forget. Fast and Friendly. Shout. Affordable and reliable. Remember
1: to check us out on stagediverradio.com. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh,
1: we're also on Twitter now.
4: Oh yeah, uncensored content on Twitter. Yeah, sure dude, you guys go to that. I'll like, post
1: a picture of my dick <laughs> we get over ten thousand. Yeah, dude, that's a dude, like. fact. It's want, now
4: liable. You want to see local radio hosts with dicks in their hands? Go to our Twitter, at, at high as Did a- we do that
1: already? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, Well, sweet. I can't post it on Facebook, so You're it's right. on Twitter. Yeah. Okay, cool. Right. Hell yeah, we did that. <laughs> okay. Bridges are burning on Twitter as we speak, guys. <laughs> sure. uh, just go to stagedopperradio.com. Check out the Highest Fucklander show on there. We got a neat little web player, our logo, all this other nice jazz. We added Sam's name to the, the logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bingy still isn't there, because ha-ha-ha. <laughs> Subliminally. <laughs> as you, I'm there. Or you just have to look really close.
3: You got to like. click on it. Yeah. And then,
1: uh, God damn
4: it, I didn't know that. You <laughs> and, did it? No. Oh, uh, yeah, subliminal message, bro. Fuck. That <laughs> oh, makes me so mad. All right. Email us <laughs> at
1: stagediverradio <laughs> at gmail.com to voice your displeasure that Bingy's name is in the tile. That is upsetting to me. Call us at 865 888 0109 to also say, Fuck Bingy, why the fuck is his name on the fucking picture? Uh, rate, review, and subscribe You didn't have to remind me this week, Bing you Fuck That's you right. I'm my five star man us. We're
4: trying to eliminate him already Yeah, five
1: stars. Leave a review Don't leave it as a dick I found out they don't show those Oh, really? They yeah, don't, don't do that really. Algorithm sucks
4: <laughs> Is that why we have seven ratings? <laughs> so They're leave, probably just dick Yeah, so that leave,
1: <laughs> leave a review that just says Fuck the review's algorithm Well, don't say fuck Say the review's well, algorithm is it's, dumb it's, it's, <laughs> went That went through so many degrees I'm Yeah
4: okay. Reviews algorithm is Just, dumb.
1: Yeah, leave one that says Team Affle. <laughs> Team Apple. Halfle, Hashtag
4: Ernestverse. Affle. Make sure you guys check out Hershey Kiss at yeah, HersheyKiss.com. <laughs>
1: Hershey Kiss and Rhino Lining. <laughs> rhino Line your Hershey's kisses and eat them and die. And then <laughs> um, check out the other shows on the network. One Follow 60 Minutes. I listened to their most recent one and they opened up with this question that was amazing. Where it was, I was like answering it out loud. I wanted to be in the conversation so bad. It was. Uh, mm-hmm. Who would you rather build a snowman with, Tom Zank or Arn Anderson?
4: <laughs> what a great question. A yeah,
1: I'd build a snowman with Ar- Arn Anderson. The idea a snowman with Arn Anderson brought me so much joy. Well, oh. you're, you're probably going to get oh. laid. Yeah. like once For sure. People see he's, he's, you, he's, you're at least getting drunk. Yeah, That's for damn sure. For Dan, oh, for sure yeah. oh, yes. Yeah, dude. And, well, I assume and Arn, cocaine. I
4: assume Arn Anderson makes the snowman shirtless. I, mean, I assume shirtless, he does so. everything shirtless with his chest hair keeping him warm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then uh, also check out Scruffy's little podcast, the newest addition to mm-hmm. our network here. For uh all things Knoxville yeah dude very hosted by two radio based. legends indeed two ladio, uh, radio 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 legends radio legends shout out to the white trash cream <laughs> princess podcast for I'm now pronouncing things like you do Lady legends Jesus. um
4: so, yeah, shout out to wow. that. We can't beef with our own network. Damn.
1: <laughs> yeah, she hasn't recorded anymore. She'll never know. Good point. And if she's hot and she listens, please holler at me. <laughs> I won't make fun of you anymore unless it's cute. I'm like, I'm like the kid pulling your hair, tapping your shoulder in class. You can check it. out T- uh, Chase on Tinder and Bumble. <laughs> That's not true. I'm, just, I'm not on Tinder anymore. Bumble. Mm. Bumble, then. Yeah, I haven't checked it in forever. It would tell me
4: if someone bumbled me back. Okay, you can find Chase Bumble jerking off on Pornhub. Uh, yeah, dude, <laughs> crying. Look through his window. You might, you know it's too you high
1: clean. you can't see
4: look forward to cam air this summer cam air baby
1: I'm a jack off <laughs> from the cam service my head blocking con air on, and then when you reach my tip goal I will move and we will watch con air and come together uh, but yeah
4: thanks for listening guys
1: thanks guys we'll
4: catch y'all next week yeah peace, peace. boy
1: sorry about all the lies
0: <laughs> looking back at me I see I that never I never really got it right I never stopped to think
6: So so-